Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> hey, fuckers. How you doing? Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the anti-slut-shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. Oh, apparently, I'm getting my laryngitis back. Hi, Ooh, guys. Sexy. Hello, sexy. Uh, so <clears throat> this week's article is called Two-Thirds of Low-Income Women in One Major City Can't Always uh, Afford Tampons and Pads. They sometimes use their kids' diapers and even go to the ER for period products as a new study. Oh, good. Um, this is from Huffington Post Health by Katherine Pearson uh, from January of this year. Um, And period poverty is something that we have talked about before. We thought it was mostly happening um, in like the prison system. And uh, unfortunately, it's just happening uh, just if you're a lady in American cities. Um, So a startling number of low income women in America cannot afford period products. So they're using rags, paper towels and even diapers in order to not bleed through their clothing every month. Nearly two thirds of low income women in St. Louis area reported that they were unable to afford pads, tampons or other menstrual hygiene products within the last year according to a new study published published in the journal uh obstetrics i I know i should obstetrics i never know how to say that word obstetrics and i just like oh i learned don't say it in my life even though it like has to do with me um and gynecology this week and though the study was relatively small the numbers are likely similar elsewhere in the country This is an issue that has received an increasing amount of attention, particularly in developing countries. But when we looked at what was known and documented in more developed countries like the United States, there wasn't much. So again, this is something like, I think a lot of times, especially as Americans, we think of poverty as like happening elsewhere. And it's like, you know, these like save the children ads that we see where people are wearing, are not wearing shoes, but there's a lot of poverty going on right here at home in the United States. Yeah, save the American kids. If, well, if if the U.S. is your home, I know we have a lot of international listeners as well. Um, and it was a very, it was a big surprise. Uh, and again, they're referring to this as period poverty. Uh, so they surveyed more than 180 women who were rec- recruited at community organizations that serve low income individuals. And they conducted three smaller focus groups and they surveyed 18 local community organizations directly to get their take on the scope of unmet menstrual hygiene needs in addition to the two-thirds of women who said they had been unable to afford pads or tampons at least once in the last year roughly one in five said that they had been in that situation every single month um so this is just you know a huge health problem obviously can't be bleeding all over yourself people are using like rags toilet paper diapers that they have that they really should be using for their kids they've been um like going into public restrooms and and stealing paper towels um having to go to the emergency room just to get a pad Mm. and like the mesh postpartum underwear that you can get because they just didn't have anything to do in it and um it made me think because you know you you know especially in New York City you can get condoms so regular yeah re- so easily you can go into a Planned Parenthood or they have them like you know nightclubs and a lot of health uh, organizations just have them like right out there like a mint on the counter um, and you know joke we joke a lot about like you know tampon tax not being like the most important thing uh, but you know if you're if you're someone in, in poverty, like tampons and pads, when you really like look at it, are pretty expensive for what they are. Yeah. And you obviously need them. It's a health essential. It's something that is essential to, you know, society keeping everything hygienic. And uh, I don't know. I feel like there definitely should be places where you could can get them for free. Yeah. Because not only is it a health issue, it's like a, it's a human decency issue. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I feel like for all the things that we spend money on, we just don't. We're constantly overlooking women. And like also just not thinking of women in poverty situations. Like people just aren't even remembering that a homeless woman or a really uh, low income woman is still getting her period. And this happens every month and it lasts for, you know, two to seven days. Yeah, depending. it does, doesn't and, matter what your income is. Uh, you're going to bleed once a month unless you're pregnant. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I mean, there's not, they don't really have a lot of suggestions of, of what to do. Uh, in the absence of national programs to help women afford pads, tampons and menstrual cups, nonprofits and community health centers have tried to step in, but it's not, there's no like organization nationally that really uh, services this. So I think it's something to look into if you're, you know, in a group that's looking to do something charitable that's certainly a good thing to look into just don't donating period products because i think we think you know food clothing but period products are often overlooked and also like sometimes i think people just don't don't donate them because like they feel like it's embarrassing Mm. but like you know it's also it's more embarrassing to like bleed through your pants yeah so i've done it many times me too well you know sometimes you get off the one train and you stand up and you're like oopsies yeah sometimes it's time to miscalculated that one audition for west side story in high school and then you go i'm fully bleeding through my jeans or or you're or you're in the orchestra uh, room with a cute boy that you think is hot and then some other guy uh pulls your pants down because he thought it was funny and then boom you're wearing a giant pad that's disgusting yeah um not that not the pad the guy's behavior oh yeah no he got kicked out of the i slapped him in the face good good job yeah i think that's the only time i've ever hit somebody non-sexually proud of you girl (gasps) thank you um come see us live you guys we're on the road tempe arizona saturday march 30th we're gonna be at the improv for two shows it's one night two shows have some fun with us indianapolis indiana thursday april 18th through saturday the 20th 420 girl at helium comedy club we're doing five shows and boston massachusetts we're going to be in you for one night only friday may 3rd at the wilbur theater for the women in comedy festival for links to all of these shows go to sorry about last night slash tours uh and if you're in new york city on saturday march 23rd Wendy Starling and I are co-hosting the March edition of Glamapus um, at 7.30 p.m. It's 21 and up. Tickets are 15 bucks. Use the link in this description to get them or on my social media, which is a Christina Hutch on all the things. And then our duo social media is Sorry About Last Night or SRY About Last NYT if you like the tweeter. Uh, and then for me, you can always listen to Two Less Lonely Girls, my adult Justin Bieber podcast uh, on Spotify, on iTunes, anywhere. It's also on YouTube now. And then I'm going to be doing um, some smaller headlining gigs uh, in the coming months, uh, starting with Baltimore on Thursday, March 28th. I'm going to be headlining Magoobie's Joke House uh, with a special guest, Ayana Dukey, who you've heard here on the Guys We Fucked podcast. And then... Um, in April, uh, I think, right, that's the date. In April, I'm going to be uh, in Columbus, Ohio on the 4th of April, which is a Thursday. And then on Friday, uh, April 5th, I'm going to be in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, the venues for those, they're going to be like wineries or breweries. Um, I'm going to throw up all the information. By the time that you hear this, I'll have all the information up and ticket links and everything on my website. For those, you can use uh coupon code Akatfi to get a discount um, and they're going to be fun and you know it's purely stand-up comedy so if you don't like me you know it's not stay home yeah it's not the it's not the gig for you <laughs> you know I just want to be real clear I don't yeah. want anyone being unhappy today's episode of guys we fucked is brought to you by Quince I love 
Quince. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. I love this website. I'm on it right now. They have suitcases. They have things for babies and kids. They have men. They have women. They have home. I love a home section. Oh my God. And the products are gorgeous. Like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50. Okay. Organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, because I do have tops that are silk and I do wash them and then they disintegrate, but not on Quince. Okay, the best part of all, all items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Okay, I love, I have this beautiful Hunter Green purse from Quince that I love and use every day. Their bags are gorgeous. Indulge in affordable luxury. Just go to quince.com slash GWF for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash GWF to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash GWF. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Guys, we talk a lot about therapy on this show. So, you know, we are big therapy advocates, whether it's like a a small question uh, about something that's going on in your relationship or a big question like, should I move across the country to take this job? Sometimes it just helps to have someone not invested in the outcome, i.e. not friends or family or your intimate partner invested in the outcome to talk it through. It also takes the burden off a lot of other people in your life and, you know, reminds them that you love them just for being them, not because you are their free therapist. It's a great thing to learn coping skills, how to set boundaries, and it kind of just makes you the best version of yourself. Like, we are all given a version of ourselves. Why not make it the best version it can be? So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And then you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Because remember, therapy is like dating. If you don't like therapy, it really might mean that you don't like your therapist. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash guys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash guys betterhelp.com slash guys um so some really exciting changes are coming to guys we fucked that we are very proud of and um really fucking stoked on Mm -hmm. we have joined luminary which is a podcast network corinne and i have been uh we started out guys we fucked started out on a podcast network uh for a couple months and then uh, we were on our own since then. So for almost five years. Because we and were not treated nicely. And I think yeah. that's like, we learned a lot of lessons. A lot. As the podcast industry was becoming larger and larger. Because, you know, we thought we thought it was oversaturated we when thought we everyone started. and their mom had a podcast five years ago. It had barely be- began yeah. to the point where like lawyers didn't know how to handle deals for us. Because like the space was just completely so untapped. Yeah. And, uh, and we've gotten a lot of offers from networks uh, to come over. A lot of offers. We had a lot of money thrown around. And we don't, we put a lot of thought into these decisions. You know, mm-hmm. one of the things we've mentioned a lot on the podcast is whenever we do an ad for anything, Kren and I, our ad agencies have notoriously um, 
been very frustrated with us because we shut down a lot of ads uh, of products that we don't believe in, we don't like, we don't have good experiences with, or we wouldn't use. Um, so we put a lot of thought into that. And so for a decision like this, we put a lot of thought into. and it, Like months and months. Yeah. 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 And um, I'm so fucking excited. Um, there's no changes right now to where you're going to get the podcast, but there is a link, a special sign up link. And to get any information that you want um, in the description of this podcast. And it's also on all of our Sorry About Last Night social media. So go to that social media, click the link, be an early subscriber because um, you're going to be the first to know certain things. And um, we're really proud of uh, of the direction that we're going with Guys We Fucked. And uh, we're excited to take you with us. Yes. And most of you guys have been so loving and excited and congratulatory. And we appreciate that. Um, and if you know people feel like this is a sellout or they feel like, uh, you know, I, you can feel hurt or yeah. or that we are not loyal first of all keep in mind like this is we're not really this is not like a financial perk for us no. the, it, the, the money that we make is very the, the difference between us co- going with luminary and not going with luminary very f- small financial yep. difference it has nothing to do with that absolutely um but what they are going to provide with us is number one they are it's the first service of this exact kind like it is probably going to be like the netflix for podcasting absolutely as the new york times article kind of debuted it um and presented it to readers and that's really exciting and guys we fucked is always has always wanted to be on the cutting edge of whatever it is we like to bring you you know news first we like to break news we like to talk about things no one is willing to talk about and so we wanted to continue that pattern because you know the market right now is oversaturated with a lot of like you know similar podcasts and that's great and like so it's like how do we continue to move forward and break down barriers yeah. yeah not just as podcasters but as business women and all these kinds of things uh that you know you would hope i i said i hope people who love us would hope for us and you know things something like this is just not something five years ago we could have even forecasted no so it's not something we could have pre- could have prepared for and um as i was saying christina yeah like, i mean yes they're in the beginning we're like oh we'll, you'll never have to pay for the podcast but it was like completely just different i didn't think anyone was gonna goddamn listen well, it was just a different market and, and also and- too putting putting your innermost thoughts and mm-hmm. your your most vulnerable thoughts there are still guys that right. i fucked that i'm fucking now who want to be on the podcast who yeah. have agreed to be on the podcast and and i and i and i it kind of it's just it's it's at this point because it's gotten big it's so scary to put out a guy that i'm currently fucking like on just to have that conversation conversation it was always a vulnerable thing but um i don't know it's scarier and so uh, with with everything that luminary is is providing us and the direction that it's going i just feel i feel safer putting all of that out into the world yeah it's like only people who love us are listening no one's listening for spiteful reasons or anything else or yeah um and it's it's just so exciting because what it's giving us is yeah the opportunity to grow in a in a way that we would not be able to on our own and then also funding us being able we're now able to hire staff members and grow the brand and bring this kind of you know progressive thoughts on sexuality to 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 more people which i think we can all agree is super important in this world because you know like we make fun of ourselves a lot we're like in your in a new york city bubble but things aren't like this everywhere yeah and also uh they are going to pay for us to be able to fly uh, and interview people that we wouldn't be able to to produce 
you know, segments of a higher caliber, just mm-hmm. doing a lot of things to take the, the podcast to the next level. Yeah. You never want to feel stagnant. You want to feel like you're constantly growing, not only as a human, but as an artist. And um, yeah, and we're excited and it's, and we think that's, you know, reasonable pricing and, yeah. and it's also going to be, in, you know, it's we can still talk free about that, for a right? long time. Yeah. I like be, okay. So it's basically $7.99 a month. In a couple months. Yeah. The episodes, every guys we fucked episode will move. So whatever you're listening to on it now, it won't be, available on the app or everything the website will migrate to. yeah it's gonna migrate over to the luminary app and all of the backlog episodes will be available for anybody to listen to on the luminary app right and so all the new episodes you have to be a subscriber in a couple months you will have to be a subscriber in order to listen to them and uh and um and there's a you're getting oh, a lot it's 7.99 yeah it's 7 dollars and it's not just us it's not like it's not like a patreon where you're only giving that money to us you're paying that money and then you get access to a lot of other content including original content that it be, oh. is being crafted yeah trevor noah Lena, Lena dunham, dunham russell, yeah uh, russell brands Brand. mm-hmm. uh, a lot of fucking a uh, guy Roz, who's oh my god i love the ted sincerely x oh my yeah. god that podcast is so fucking amazing um and the roster i'm so proud to be amongst these people um yeah it's really exciting because it really proves that we we are we're on the forefront of podcasting we're going to be part of the future of where this medium takes us yeah and it's a really important part of like free speech as an artist i think podcasting is really the place where artists are going to be able to continue to say whatever they want to say in a world where people are constantly being attacked for just having a conversation which i think is sad and uh, yeah, destructive. And the and the one the one thing that I thought about over those months that we like we got the offer and we're like, yeah, okay, let's yeah, think about really it. Yeah, it's a really hard decision. I thought about you know um, people who are fans of somebody, especially like the day one people, sure, um, who would be disappointed. I thought a lot yeah. about them, yeah, because that sucks. And I don't. And, and if you feel that way, I understand. I get it. I felt that way through artists that I that I love and that I followed and that I felt like I've been with you through the beginning mm-hmm. of the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but just know that that's i i understand that and we've i've i've thought so much about you guys specifically and um and i really feel like the direction we're going we can't say some of the things that are going to happen up the pipeline but uh it's so fucking exciting and um and uh and i don't i just feel like i hope you're along for the ride with us because it's gonna get yeah the people i love i would definitely i would you know i would find a way to make uh 7.99 you know you just don't get starbucks twice yeah I don't know. Or once, depending on what you order. It's up to you. And like, we really have, you know, really, you know, try to continually double down on the content to add new things like the new segment to kind of change and keep it fresh and never sound like we're just phoning it in and, and get those bigger guests like Fran yeah. Drescher and like you know and that's why I said like I've talked a couple of episodes ago like I'll go on Reddit and I'll read a lot of horrible stuff about myself just to get those couple of things that I feel like are constructive criticisms about yeah. the podcast and um, you know it's not it's not but like it's I care enough to weed through all that shit yeah um, to do it and yeah you know we're, we we consistently really try to have a lot of integrity and uh to us this was a move of integrity not selling out at all it's 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 creating a better future for ourselves the podcast and, uh, and our listeners hopefully um you guys will join us and then additionally i know some people have been questioning about the spotify playlist uh because it's not available anymore my oh, Co- yeah. my coscarelli um has it has taken all the uh, songs off the original playlist and then oh, added the new ones. And, Wait, that was stupid. That and was he, you can slice us it though. 
you could access it. I mean, like oh. he's just, he, re- oh, 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 he literally oh, oh. redid by hand the entire playlist oh. Oh, for five years. That, oh, I had that on my to do list to do. No, he's that one do- guy. Oh, okay. I mean. It, I mean, it's not out yet, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but by the time this airs, it's out. And he told me to specifically, <laughs> yeah. So it's, oh, good. it's going to be there because he's gotten a lot of feedback on that, and you know, he wants to make sure that the artists on these newer episodes are be, are able to get um, the traction. And of course, our Spotify list uh, of the song music we we use will always remain on Spotify. Absolutely. That will never be taken down. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and if you have music or know somebody who has a great band and they're interested in submitting a song to have on the podcast, all the music that you hear is user submitted. And um, you can email Mike Coscarelli at uh, GWF Podcast Music at gmail.com. You just mail him, email him streaming links. Um, the artist has to email them because you can't be like, my friend wants to do it. Like, we need to hear from your we friend. Need okay. We need to sign, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Thanks, guys. We love you. Thank um, you, Mike. You're a great friend. I love you. email or personal shit first? Um, we could do an email. Yeah. Um, keeping on with the theme, the subject line of this email, he asked to pull my tampon out with his teeth. Mm. Plot twist. <laughs> hey, ladies. Longtime listener, first time writer. My name is JR, 30 years old, Jersey girl, born and raised. First off, let me start this email by saying thank you for all the amazing work you, you do. Uh, you've made me laugh, cry, those damn breakup episodes. I know, right? <laughs> and continue to make me feel more comfortable exploring and discussing my sexuality. I'm the token single girl in all the circles I run in. I have had some crazy one-night stands, including a night with a guy who's done gay porn, interesting Ooh. ends to short-lived relationships, and first date stories that keep all my friends saying, thank God I'm in a relationship. I could never go on dates today. Oh, Ugh. Yeah, isn't that fun to be the example to make your friends feel better about their life oh thanks girl <laughs> i'm comfortable and confident in my relationship status and truly working on getting my own shit together as i embark into my 30s just as i'm trying to make it out of my 20s alive i have an experience that needed to be shared a night out with friends slowly turned into a night out with my friend's cousin who unbeknownst to me was celebrating his 25th birthday yes a th- i have a thing for younger guys something else i'm trying to leave behind as i enter 30 i mean fuck it he's flirting i'm playing it cool but the drunker i get the more i'm egging him on one thing leads to another and we are sharing a lift home when i ask if he put in his address too he says no i'm coming home with you come on what's hotter than a guy you can take charge when you want it of course so anyway we end up upstairs fooling around on my couch unfortunately it's my time of the month and a bloody first time with this guy was not how i wanted the night to end as things become hotter and heavier he repeatedly asks to go down on me i repeatedly tell him it's not a good time hoping (laughs) he will catch my drift (laughs) i'm bleeding motherfucker after asking me about 20 times i finally shout i have a tampon up there so no he stops looks me right in the eyes and said i'll just take it out with my teeth um what (laughs) when i asked he said he never did it before but would be willing to try i just could not let him become a pioneer (laughs) i'm all for exploring but for some reason this seemed to really draw a line in the sand for me is this a thing people are doing have you ladies (laughs) ever had a guy do this to you Ah. do you think it would be something enjoyable or is this just a younger guy trying to impress me with how open and explorative he is willing to be in the bedroom no thank you as of now i'm leaving this guy and so many others behind Uh, as I bury the good fucks and the bad fucks of my 20s. Thanks again for everything. Hopefully reading this email um, or at least get a kick out of the subject line. Uh, Love a loyal fucker. I think it's hot. um, I did... the notion of pulling the tampon out with the teeth is hot. However, I don't want him to go down on me when I'm bleeding. 
Mm. Yeah, I would let him do it if he was that gung ho about it. I would never, I would never expect anyone to. I would never ask anyone to. But if they were super gung ho about it, I'd be like, turn on by it. I'd be like, yeah. I mean, look, if it means this much to you, I let people do weird shit all the time. It's like, really? I mean, if it's if it's something that to me I feel neutral about, I never let anyone do anything that I feel uncomfortable with. Right. But like, if for me it's something I feel neutral about and they're into it, sure, give it a try at least once. If I don't like it, I don't have to do it again. That's true. Yeah. I've never had a guy pull my tampon out or ask, but I'm always the one who I I kind of make the decision for him of like that's not gonna happen. I mean, period sex a hundred percent. Yeah, but um, so horny and wet. Yeah, so horny, so horny, so wet. Feels so um, good on a dick. Feels so great uh, for everyone involved. So yeah, I've never had anybody try that. Um, I personally would not want somebody to go down on me when I'm bleeding. I just because. I don't know. I've gone and down on women and it's fine. I don't hate it, but whatever. Um, but the idea of someone doing something like I get repulsed when someone eats bone marrow in front of me. Mm-hmm. So like the idea of someone eating out my bleeding pussy, I'm just like, I can't, I now I can't enjoy it because uh, I'm is, too distracted by how the fuck you don't aren't grossed out by this. But when you're eating someone out, your tongue's not really going inside. So it's like your tongue is just... Sometimes the, it goes inside. Mm, well, I, I just personally don't like that feeling. And also you don't need to put it, pull a tampon out then. Leave it in. Leave it plugged up. Well, I don't know if I would want my face next to a tampon. But like if you're just licking the clit, like there's no, not going to be any blood on the outside. I would like, I would like to run to the restroom and just like just shat, clean just the clean exterior it. a little bit. Get a little wipe. wipe. Yeah. <laughs> and also depending on where you are, it, like in the period, sometimes it has that very metallic-y yeah. smell. Yeah. You well, know, blood the, usually does, right? It depends. For me, especially because I'm on the pill, uh, sometimes my p- pussy will smell more metallic than oh. than not. But, yeah, you know, like there's one day of the pill pack that my it just smells like pennies, just <laughs> pe- full on pennies in my vagina. Better better than other options. Yeah, there's so many more things. It's like a little I'd... wishing well between my legs. Oh, <laughs> make, make a, a wish. wish. <laughs> hey, we got jokes. Um, I I just have man last episode I really got well no two episodes ago just the the therapy stuff I'm I'm on a self help kick but you know what part of that being on a great self help kick and really digging in is um advocating for yourself more and that could mean um you know sometimes we Corinne and I talk about people like people women uh <laughs> t- uh taking things too far meaning for example if you have sex with somebody and um, you don't come, but then there was not you didn't you didn't say anything or you didn't guide them, you didn't give it guidance, and then you can't be like, well, he didn't care and he didn't make me come. Right, you got to be communicative about it, right? But there's yeah. also certain circumstances. So I was I slept with a guy that I had been sleeping with for a while. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen him in a long time, mm-hmm. and um and he was he had been traveling. Oh my god, for and he was in eighty different time zones, and he was so tired. I was honestly he was only in New York for one night. I was surprised he wanted to hang out, and I was like, pleasantly surprised. I was mm-hmm. like, oh cool, I do want to see you. And we hung out and then we we hung out and then we we went to have sex and it was just very short. It was very, it was just, you know, um, sure. you know, maybe, I don't know how long, maybe 10 minutes. Sorry if I'm uh, that's, underestimating that's their not even uh, person terrible. that I had sex with. No, I don't think it's terrible at all. And then he, um, I had my, I had my period. I was super horny, mm-hmm. took out my tampon and then, um, and then he like came, pulled out and jizzed all over me and it was like wonderful. And then he fell asleep because he was exhausted. And yeah. then I laid in his bed and I was laying there with him. And um, he's a very handsome person. I was just staring at him. I was like, you're so cute. And But then I was like, okay, Christina. 
So you didn't come, which is fine. It, it, it wasn't a situation where I was like, well, what about me? Like, he was tired. I didn't give, I was just happy to spend time with him. Like, it wasn't one I've of those fallen things. asleep after. I like get yeah. very tired after And we've I come. had such great sex before. So it, it wasn't like, I'm not getting what I deserve. Like, it wasn't like that at all. It wasn't a pattern. It wasn't like the, no. the precedent he was setting. Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. And, um, and, you know, I was, you know, and he fell right asleep. It was sweet. And, uh, and I was like, and I was very awake. And so I was like, I, and I had previously, um, been over his house before not the sex wasn't exactly like that but we had like great sex and and he fell asleep and I was awake and I ended up because sometimes I have insomnia and I mm. that one time I just ended up just sitting or not sitting lying awake in his bed the whole night and um and, and this then we is had, where I would leave. Well, and <laughs> this we is had, where I call it. And we had like a beautiful day together the yeah. next day. It was really nice. Oh, okay. But, but so, but this night, you know, new Christina, who mm-hmm. like does, you know, moves about the world. Old adventures of new Christina. <laughs> goddamn right. Puts her needs uh, at the forefront. Uh, it's fun. It's a fun bird's eye view from here. And I was like, okay, you know what? I Because I never would have done this before. I was like, I'm going to go. I'm gonna go. Oh, you actually did go. I, I did. I left. I wouldn't. Have, I thought you were gonna be like, and then I masturbated next to him. Well, no, I considered that's old, masturbating that's next old to Christina, him. though. Well, right. So new <laughs> Christina and old Christina met for this evening because I, I wrote him a very cute note and I put him in his passport because he had to fly out the next day. Um, and I and I wrote him this really sweet note and um and I was like it was so you know um about uh you know I usually don't fucking duck and uh but you know i i I, poetry i couldn't yeah exactly i am a poet um but it was so nice to see you and i hope you have a great trip blah blah blah. and then i and then i was like you know there's times to be honest and there's times to not be honest and i wasn't sure but i was like i think it's funny i think he'll find it funny and i was like p.s i didn't come and um i feel like masturbating next to you was like a weird thing so i'm just gonna go funny that's funny he thought it was very funny so i so i left and i didn't feel bad because i was like there's no absolute there's no reason reason to feel bad but also just my patterns i would have felt like oh no i would would just be worried but i know worried about what that he would not like you anymore no not that usually 20 year old christina will worry about that but just like um I don't know, like that. I was I upset him. I don't know. I'm worried about what I don't know. Yeah. But um. But I truly wasn't. Uh. And um. Because I'm like communicating and I'm being impeccable with my word. Um. And I wrote him this sweet note and then I left. Um. But it was I don't know. And and then he like texted me the next morning. He's like, Oh my god, I missed you when I woke up. But like this note's so funny. Well, especially because he's fucking leaving immediately anyway. Yeah. It's not like there was a potential to hang out the next right, day. Right. 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 Um. We would. I think he brought bought stuff to make breakfast next morning or something. But I'm like, you know, <laughs> breakfast isn't worth it. And and I said, I'm like, I'm gonna go home. <laughs> Yeah, not worth it. My favorite meal. <laughs> Mine um, too, but but I have like eight breakfasts. But yeah, it was just it felt good. It felt like oh wow, you did a thing. You felt one way, and it was very valid, mm-hmm. and you didn't let yourself feel guilty, and mm-hmm. you and you and you proceeded accordingly. And, and I it's also like you nice. were being like respectful of your own time. Exactly, because like I mean. You know, my, you know, my number one pet peeve is fucking just wasting to sitting around yeah. doing nothing. And yeah. Like, and no I knew I you. wasn't going to fall asleep for another couple hours. I'm like, I don't want to keep him. I'm like, I'm just I'm going to go. I'm going to yeah. go and I'm going to write him a cute note. Uh-huh. And I'm going to be on my merry way. Great. So, yeah, that was nice. And then one thing I wanted to ask you. Um, <laughs> so I had a birthday party. I literally know exactly where this is going. This is part of my story, but I'm okay. going to answer anyway. OK, so I had a, a, a great birthday party. It was. Uh, it was, I was good. I was, I was super up. happy about uh, the uh, like 
everything. Mm-hmm. It's something I had been debating doing last year, and then Fuck. you know, some the my my ex was kind of like made me feel like shitty about it, and I came oh, tonight. Neat. I didn't know about yeah, that. And I took yeah, yeah, because the money, spending mm-hmm. the money, um, your own money. Yeah, my my money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is mine. Um, <laughs> and so I did it this year, and it was amazing. So I, I wanted to give my friends like an experience. You know what I mean? And, oh, and it myself, it was an experience. Oh, it was. Um, so this we I rented the guest house at the Dream Hotel, and um, ah. I'd heard about this place yeah. through a couple people I know who've rented it for parties, mm-hmm. and I was like, one day I want to do that. And that one day was um, was February sixteenth, and uh, <laughs> and it's two stories, and um, upstairs is a giant. Uh, outdoor area <clears throat> that was enclosed because it was winter with mm-hmm. a hot tub and the mm-hmm. hot tub that was in this place i later found out this place hosts sex parties which it fucking should oh, because it, what a waste a lot of that explains a lot of more details oh mm-hmm. oh, oh boy okay so um and, but i i asked if they drained the hot tub in between guests then they do um, i mean they could say anything they want that's Christina. true but the water <laughs> the water the next day was foggy oh really oh yeah weird um, you know just a lot of people in and out and they yeah. didn't shower before they got in it whatever yeah um because i'm not gonna be that formal about it but the bottom of the hot tub is glass and it looks into the living room and i was like that's a sick move y'all oh i didn't even know that yeah. oh you didn't know that oh no. yeah you, so you could see everybody's feet because there was a point when i was like i'm gonna go naked and then i did, did oh. not oh glad you didn't yeah oh yeah i mean um, i wouldn't have cared but also just like i, I was like no you're you're making an offer to the other people who didn't ever ask for that <laughs> you know <laughs> consent is key and then and then uh, you know the party it wasn't dying down yet. It like had like a, a, a wave of dying down. The people who got there early were left. And so a lot of us were upstairs and I went in the hot tub mm-hmm. um, and a bunch of people went in the hot tub and you came with, with, um, PM. PM. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. corn guy. PM. Um, <laughs> we, and we'll just keep reminding people that it's not corn guy. PM, the artist formerly known as corn guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. There we go. And, uh, and it was nice to meet him because I'd never met him in person. I heard a lot uh-huh. about him. And he was just so delightfully weird, like, like, like in a great way that I'm like, you guys are really cute together. I felt, I was very happy. A lot of my friends actually brought their person they were seeing that I'd never met before. My mm-hmm. brother, um, my other friends. So it was, it was nice. It was really cool. And, um, I, the one guy that I was fucking was supposed to come, but he couldn't. And I was like, I want to have stinks on my birthday party. But like, and I was like, wait, no, I get to like enjoy all my friends. Like, this is the best. Yeah. But um, there was one moment, Mehran Kagani, one of my favorite human oh, beings boy. on the goddamn planet. Mm-hmm. He walked into the apartment because I think everybody thought it was at a bar or a club. I didn't do a good job specifying it on the invite. But he was like, yes, honey. Like he walked in, he, was, <laughs> he wore a sparkly jacket. It was amazing. He got in the hot tub with all of his pants on and his wallet oh. in his pocket. And then oh. he's like, well, that was just stupid. I should have taken that off. He took off his clothes in the hot tub and put them on the chair. It was so funny. Oh, I missed that. So he was, dra- he had, he'd been drinking. We all had, but then, oh, yeah, um, I had, but then I look over at the, ba- this balcony is very long. I look over the end of the balcony. I was like, where's Corinne? I kept, I was looking for you a lot that I was like, where's Corinne? Oh, and I was like, is she having sex? <laughs> I think she's having sex. <gasps> I was like, yay. I was like, somebody needs to fuck in this apartment. Like, this is great. And um, if I can't fuck, I hope somebody else fucks. And and it looked like you. And then Mayron, Mayron was like, wait, what? What? And he went to go over to you guys. And I was like, Mayron, no. <laughs> what the fuck? Stop it. We Come back here. We actually I wouldn't even back. have cared. I pulled him back. Yeah, well, I was like, don't interrupt. Don't I interrupt. I more back from Iraq. No, no, because he was—he just was like being very mischievous and naughty that night. Yeah. Um, but were you fucking? Because well, they were doing that for a while. Okay. And it was good moves. I was like, good motions. I, I loved it. You were on top. As far as I can remember, I was drunk, but I was not like crazy drunk. I, um, and, and he doesn't drink, so, but, uh, <laughs> which is even better like even more my style that he's someone down to do that completely sober yeah uh n- well, we did but not when you i looked over actually did I, you do it on the deck 
Yes, but oh. I, but the thing was, we were laying, we were laying on top of each other, like making out for a while. Yeah. Um. But there, you were like full on straddling. But yes. But we didn't fuck until like most of the people left, and like I look clearly, I like looked over to actually make sure, and like I looked over and like you weren't there because I thought that would be disrespectful. Oh no, I don't give a shit. But like you weren't there, and like I looked over and it was like kind of like a bunch of people I didn't really know. By the time I we actually like he actually oh. like put his dick in me. Oh. So we did fuck. You had a towel around your waist, and I was like, all you gotta do is move that bathing suit a little mm. to the left. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, maybe I thought that you were gone anywhere, but like there was like, we, I specifically checked because um, I don't know whose idea it was ultimately mine or his. I mean, we we're both down to do it, obviously. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we ultimately did because I was like, I looked over and I'm like, I don't know any of those people left over there. Who cares? They're never going to see me again, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, I, and then I was just like, well, because we were going to do it, and then I was like, let's just at least like put a towel over us so it's not just like full fucking in front of people. Still wouldn't matter. I feel like people just don't want to see that, That's you know? Wrong. No, everyone was loving it. And I was like, well, it's not that you downstairs; it's the upstairs. It's kind of outside. <laughs> it's kind of like having it on a deck, you know? It was a deck. Uh, so yeah but yeah we fought we just fucked in the middle of your birthday party yay and i was gonna text you about it and be like i just want to let you know if anyone says anything i would apologize for fucking no one gave a rant in the middle of your birthday party. but you know what i loved it i paid i'm glad they enjoyed it i do i love a free sex show and uh it's so funny because man did i pay for it because i uh oh, no i uh no nothing happened from this oh. sex but like i ended up getting laryngitis from the jacuzzi you know how i have this you thing get laryngitis from a fucking jacuzzi it has that's the only explanation i mean it's like a it's a virus I, you know it's like upper rest it's an inf- oh, sorry it's an upper respiratory infection um and oh. you, you know how i have a track record of any time we go into a Body pool at a water. hotel anything and so this is like three times in the past year this has happened usually it's some vaginal problem yeah um, and i'm actually glad it was laryngitis because that's like less uh painful than like having a fucking yeast infection on the yeah. kesha cruise but yeah true i fucked pm uh in your part in the middle of your birthday party and then because of that i had laryngitis for the entire kesha cruise wow to the point where like i could not speak um right. was it worth it absolutely yeah i was gonna say maybe that's better that you don't need to verbally communicate and no one expects you oh to it talk. was fine and honestly it was the best time like as someone who uses their voice for a living it was like a, an ideal time to have lost my voice right it's just like at some points was actually physically painful to talk to my friends uh, um you know not emotionally but uh <laughs> yeah so yeah that's what we did that and i he's, he's very fun and it's nice to be, you know i was you know I'm, i was very like uh, back and forth about like dating someone who doesn't you know partake but again i'm like oh it doesn't he doesn't care when i do it yeah. it doesn't you know i'm then i'm never gonna drink past my limit which you know a lot of times with men i do just because i'm fucking five foot three yeah but then i like uh you know i have a scrappy do attitude <laughs> so i feel like i can keep up but i really can't uh because very uh you know especially when you've gone through like a like a dramatic weight loss like recently you can't it's just too much yeah, like yeah, your body has completely changed i mean literally like i'll have like one vodka soda and i'll be like tipsy whoa i had not drank that. i mean i had maybe like maybe three drinks at your wow. party yeah yeah like you know again i'm something i would have done sober but i get extra frisky when i'm when i'm drinking and it was super fucking fun yeah and he brought his friend who was very nice and i was like oh that's and he like he like and i was kind of because every time i'm even like kind of annoyed with with him um which is very very rare wow he always like comes out of it and then is like for the reason I was even annoyed makes me feel foolish because it was like to do something completely nice. Like he was oh. like kind of late and out like from past the time that we said we were going to meet. Like he was supposed to meet me at my show. Uh, and then he's with his friend in Brooklyn. And like, listen, I'm fucking always, I can't be like mean about people. But like, I'm always fucking late. Um, and 
but then I was just like getting so late and I was just kind of like, oh, I'm so tired. Like I wanted to stay at your party, but like, I'm like, I have to leave with this Kesha cruise. Yeah. And like, I was very close to missing my flight. Oh God. Um, very close. Cause I overslept and I didn't set my alarm and like somehow I just fucking, the, the Kesha gods woke me up. Wow. Um, but yeah, like he had gone to like borrow a tie, um, like from his friends. So because you said that it was like you had to dress a certain way and like, you know, all he's bicoastal. So all his stuff wasn't here. Aww. And like he has a job. We don't even like, wear a tie to and I was like, God damn, like, that's, that's really like, sweet. How do I go from like being a little bit irritated to like liking you even more? How annoying. <laughs> <laughs> that's really annoying. Yeah. So I was just like, God damn it. Every moment is like a movie. Um, yeah. So I'm like, here, here I have a list chronologically of things I wanted to go through. Fucked in the middle of K Hutch's birthday party. Hell yeah. And then, um, God. And then, you know, so I was on the Kesha cruise. And then basically I was going on the Kesha cruise and, uh, by the time I was going to get home from the Kesha cruise, he was going to be uh, back in Los Angeles because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he splits his time. And I was like, I was like, that's another reason why it was very important for us to spend time together because I had, we had just like come back from something else. Like we were out of town almost all month. Mm. And so I was like, you know, like hanging at your birthday party was like a big thing. Um, and uh, I was like in a cab somewhere and I was like thinking and and, and I, I think it was a point where like kind of like why he's in New York was kind of ending and so he was going to like maybe be in LA like a lot more possibly like making that more his full-time place because mm-hmm. like, that's where he's from. Like when we had gone on our first date, he had literally just come in from uh, Los, he had just moved to New York from Los Angeles. And uh, I was just thinking about it in a cab ride and I was like, I got so, so unexpectedly sad, like really sad. Aww. The point where I was like sitting in the back of the cr- cab and I'm like crying, not like bawling, but crying. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck and then i just got so angry and i was like feeling sorry for myself because i was just like you know you finally you know you took so much time to like you know again like piece yourself back together and let someone in you find someone who like really vibe with like someone very unique and then uh then the fucking person's like moving to a place that i just right now i'm not i cannot i cannot go to that place yeah uh so i was like really sad um and I don't know. Then we just kept talking about stuff over the coming weeks. And he was like, well, you know, there's no really reason I need to like actually be in LA. There's nothing that I can't, you know, can't do there that I can't do here. And he was like, well, you know, maybe, you know, I should be in New York. And then, so, I mean, it's come to this point now where like, I'm pretty sure unless something crazy happens, he'll stay and like, uh, or at least like fully move here. And that's like, amazing yeah but now i feel like a, a responsibility like i have to be a tour guide like i'm gonna make you fall in love with new york i promise <laughs> you because like he's been here a while though yeah he's lived both places he's from the east coast initially and like you know but it's just like new york city's my town and well, la is his town and that's fun though, it is to like i can show you new york yeah because then after the cashier cruise i had to go right to up basically right to la and he was there so that was nice oh, that's so nice. i could see him there and we had never spent time in la together and that was cool because he's lived in la a long time and like lived a pretty like fancy lifestyle in la so even though I've been there many times, I've been there as like, you know, a comic, right. which is never fancy, You're working, yeah. no matter how well things <laughs> are going. Fantasy, yeah. And uh, so it was really cool to have him show me around his you know, place that he knew really well and like take me to cool places and and like just like drove me around. Like I did not ask. I'm totally would have been fine Ubering everywhere. Like I'm very self-sufficient. Yeah. You know, yeah. like we, we travel a lot for yeah. a living. So we're just like, I'm totally feel comfortable. Yeah. You know, I went to Israel by myself. And so... <clears throat> And, uh, and, and yeah, and it was really cool. I was very busy a lot of times. So I was like working, but I would like let him stay. And like, uh, my, 
in my hotel room because I was like, yeah, it's like fancy hotel room. Like, enjoy yourself. Like, yeah. fuck, I'm on paying for it. Yeah. You know, whether someone's in there or not. So I'd rather have someone be in there. Yeah. And then we stayed at my brother's apartment when he was out of town for the other part. And uh, I, like on Monday, I got home from shooting my pilot. And I was so, I was, I mean, I had not been that exhausted in a long time. Uh, I was physically like to the point where I could not walk anymore. Wow. And in my head, all I wanted to do, I was like, Sleep. he's going to come like just because, you know, I don't want to miss like a day when I'm only in town for a couple of days with him. And then I just wanted to like order a pizza and like watch TV. And Sounds I'm like, this awesome. is going to be great. And then he like literally like walks in and he's like, we're going to, the, he goes, we're going to the Chateau Marmont. Let's go. And Whoa. I'm like, and I go, what? Oh, you were in LA at this point. <laughs> yeah. And it was just so funny because like, you know, he's a lot older than me. And I'm like, I'm being forced to party <laughs> right now. And you're the youth. Yeah. I'm the youth. I'm the one who drinks. You busy. You busy. You and busy. Just, and so the point where I was like, I'm like having a mini like, I don't want to say tantrum, but like it could have gone there. And yeah. then like, I like like just was like I was naked in bed, just like from I just you know when you just peel your clothes off because they can't be yeah. on you anymore. Yeah. And I had heavy makeup, like professional grade makeup. So my your face feels like it's a thousand oh, God, pounds on. Yeah. And thank God he didn't tell because like apparently the day before he had said that we were going to do that. But I was like drinking. I took my brother to like a very fancy Michelin starred chef tasting dinner where we like ate fish broth and shit. Whoa. It was great. We were very, we like to be fancy together. We're like, yeah. you know, because we're the only kids. So we're just like do shit together. Um, and then even from that, like he picked us up and he's like, hey, you want me to pick you and your brother up? And I was like, this is so nice. He that took us to nice. this bar. Like the V, the, that old VJ Jesse was there. You remember the VJ from MTV Jesse who kind of like, his dog's like, that's a terrible <laughs> So, I probably know if I'm I saw I'm so him. fucking bad in impressions. I'm sorry. That doesn't sound anything like <laughs> him. You know. Hey, I'm Jessica. He's like very tall and thin. He like dresses like a homeless youth, but he's not. Okay. Homeless. I might know him if I he's saw He's not a homeless nor a youth anymore. Okay. Um, <laughs> I forgot his last name, but he anyway. He has a home and he's old. It was just funny. And it was nice to see like places where uh, this person hangs grounds. out. And like, yeah, again, like every place is like, just like, oh, I'm like, this place is so just like on brand for him with and also with what i like you're like yeah. oh yeah this you of course you like this because this is this is exactly where i would take myself wow and like that's that, exciting uh and it, yeah it's cool i'm like oh this is great you know living this goth my goth lifestyle that i was trying to li yeah. lead and and so we just yeah we had a great and then we went to this like goth club that i had been dying to go that of course he's like serendipitously a member of and i'm like yes this is great yes daddy yes and uh <laughs> and then we the last we uh, actually got like we only had sex like two of the four nights because i was so fucking tired and working so much yeah. um and i was just like falling asleep and i felt terrible but at a certain point like girls you gotta sleep yeah girls gotta sleep i mean i was waking up really early like it's just it was crazy and uh and then so we're having sex <clears throat> The last night, because like the last day I had a little time to hang. I got to see Jonesy, had my brother's apartment to myself. And uh, I was just like, come fuck me. It's last day. Yeah. Like, come. Like, he was doing whatever he was doing in the day, um, working and stuff. And uh, I like, we've, the sex is like great. Like, and also like very unique. Like, Ooh. I've just never had, I, don't, I mean, it's not like, it's not like he has like a, Nothing is I don't know Nothing the vibe, Your no vibe parts is are different But Well sometimes that vibe Man those chemicals When they're together it's It creates something it's new Very unique And like kind of like in Someone who's interesting In bed And by that Like I don't even know How to explain it But just someone who like like into like a little weird shit but not nothing like too weird but just like open and i feel very comfortable with mm. 
And so this last, you know, and it was, and it was also interesting because we've never spent this many days together consecutively. Mm. Like we've only been like 24 hour span usually. And I kept having to run to flights in New York because it was like during February where things were getting, you know, intense. Well, cry. And uh, I'm on top of him and we're fucking. And like, I had this orgasm that was so in, that was so intense Ooh. that it mimicked how you feel when the LSD starts to hit or you start rolling on Molly, which would be... Yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know, like that warmth, that kind of rush yeah. of, of warmth <gasps> that comes over your body, like truly identical to that. Well, so, he I, I mean, I'm... Well, you were on top. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, I he think... He just had a dick. But your chemistry is so wonderful. Is yeah, no, I mean, I think... Oh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm dick. guessing it's based <gasps> off like, you know, like, I'm, in my head, it was like a deeper emotional connection. Well, no, I'm... See- yeah. But yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? I've been having sex for a long time, good at sex, good sex for a long time with good, a lot of good people yeah. and partners who I felt very compatible and comfortable with. But like, I was just like, <gasps> holy shit, to find something that mimics actual drugs and not like a low-level drug, like a fucking psychedelic was... I was like, well, Wait, I didn't even say so anything it about la- it. Like, what happened? What happened? What? I mean, it was to the point where I'm just like, I'm like, I'm having a fucking out of body experience. Like, Whoa. it's like hot. I'm like, I'm gonna faint on this person. <gasps> like, wow. I don't even know. Wow. I don't. Not even. I have no I'll idea. Have what you're having. I didn't even. Ex- <laughs> I couldn't even like make it. Like, I just couldn't even like words couldn't yeah. even come out of my mouth. And I was like, okay, well, that's. Great. That's so And like, you know cool. me, I'm like, a, I only come come once because I come so fucking hard the first time. And like, I, I really, like, I can't, I've tried these breathing techniques that we went over and like, I just can't, I, I, I mean, it's gotten better, but like, I just can't come again. But then I was like so fucking horny that I came so hard. And what? then I just like was like laying next to me and I just started masturbating. Yeah, you did. And like, again, yeah, you did. I feel very comfortable with myself and my body, but that's just like masturbation is something I usually just do alone. I don't really like masturbating in front of other people. It feels like I'm kind of like, that's like one sexual experience that I share with myself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and also you've never, also up until this point, you also <clears throat> just never had the urge to do it enough that you wanted, that you actually did it. Yeah, so like, I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm gonna masturbate. Like, and I, yeah, I just announced it. And then, and he was like, came and like held me and like, <gasps> oh, like, that's touched fun. my nipples. And oh, it was, but it was yeah. very, it was very comforting and nurturing, yeah, but erotic mm. at the same time. And he's like, I've never had someone just like masturbate in front of me after I fucked them. And I was like, I, these are all, well, first, <clears throat> this is all great thing. And then, and then we, then we ordered the pizza that I had really wanted. Um, oh, you got your pizza. I mean, yeah. And we found it's a place in LA pizza ever. that wasn't fucking disgusting. And yeah, oh, it's, so it was just, <clears throat> wow. It just, it just, he says all the, all he says all the things that like you would hope that if I was writing a script that I would want the character to say and yeah. not in a corny way in a like right. this is what well, I you don't need want to people hear. to say corny shit to you <clears throat> this mean. works for you it feels genuine I know that you mean it you know like even and it's like and I'm like concentrating on such little things it's like you know noticing that like this is like a new dress like even after not seeing me for fucking months he noticed that I had highlights in my hair like I've had boyfriends who like see me every day who wouldn't notice that I had highlights in my hair and you know he walks in first thing he was like oh your hair's lighter and I was like <laughs> yes it is just and eat me out right now with your compliments and, and, and that's seriously like you put out you put <laughs> so much of yourself into a romantic relationship you mm-hmm. always have and I remember when you first started dating James and you're like oh I, I want to date a hot guy like this is for me but I'm like right. really what's best for you is like somebody who does those things that you've always wanted somebody to do without you prompting them that's what you deserve and being hot 
<laughs> and being hot yeah. and yes. having orgasms that mimic LSD. I mean, you're living your goddamn best life, girl. Yeah, and I'm like, so happy. And for on you. top of that, I've been really trying to like concentrate on because I tend to overgive, especially like financially yeah. and like with trips. So I've been trying to like, okay, so trying to really concentrate on ways that I can show someone I care without kind of like. You know, because sometimes the finding big grand gestures can people can get you know too used to them, or they can feel like a power move. You know, feminine. Yeah. And so, uh, I just do think like just take care of people. But things I would do for anyone, like you know, like he fall fell asleep without plugging in his phone. I have two plugs. Like no Aww, one, no yeah, one wants to wake up yeah. with a fucking uncharged phone. That's you know, really that's nice. not fun. That's so um, considerate. Or just you know, or like making sure like oh, like, I'm like getting this like food that you want, or and so. I did all these things and like those are things that I just d- tend to do. Yeah. Um, and uh, but like no one's ever really like noticed them or commented on them before. Or appreciated them. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like we're having like really we actually we joke around a lot and like are very weird and 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 talking about nonsense half the time. But uh, like he always he always notices these things and like comments on them and like even like made a comment. He was just like you you're really kind and generous. And, like you have really good manners. And I'm like <laughs> like I'm like thank you. You really I are. Do. Yeah. And yeah. like no one ever notices. Yeah. And like not that he sees you. I do it because it's like how I want to live and how I was raised and like I certainly don't like need to be patted on the back back for doing things that I think any you know functioning adult should be but doing. So many functioning adults don't exactly. do that. Exactly. So it, it feels really good to be valued for your unique traits that you bring to the table that are genuinely part of who you are. Right. And especially like, you know, coming out of a relationship where I just felt like I was, you know, I I was loved but underappreciated and it was underexpressed. Um and so yeah, that just all of those things and like just very old school like good That's manners came like, like that. Driving me around because of manners. No, Ma- no, no. Manners be- might make me No, come. because he uh, sees you and he appreciates these right. things about you and that's you are able to then connect with him deeper because you feel seen. Yeah. That's so important. You don't know that you don't that you're missing it until you get it, I think. Yeah, and I was like, and I was just really trying to think about, you know, like my behavior in a relationship because I th- I've commented many times on this podcast that I feel like uh, I am the worst version of myself in relationships, which is why I was even hesitant to even attempt to be in one again. And uh, you know, I talked about things, this kind of things with my therapist because again, like I went into therapy completely for other reasons, but because she's like a relationship based therapist, she kind of just you know looked. She kind of looked, took a look at the problems I was presenting her on the surface, and. I think she thought that they could be uh, that my burden could be lightened uh, by having like a person who is support. She's like, you don't have enough support in your life because like you're too self reliant. Yeah. Um. And uh. And like I was like, okay, you know, like I cause my stance was like, I'm just gonna do anything that yeah. the therapist says. I'll just do whatever. Yeah, because it can't hurt. Yeah. And so I, and I was thinking, I was like, you know, and I and I and I didn't notice it because I'm just having a good time. Like you know, in the when you're like getting to know someone, you're just having a good time. You know, not over analyzing it. You over analyze when things get bad, mm-hmm. and then. I pause for a second, especially because we don't see each other all the time. So I have more time to think by myself. And I was just like, this is the first time I ever remember like being like feeling like that I am like that I'm me. I'm like, I don't even know. I'm having a very emotional day, guys. I, I slept for three hours. Bitch, let it out. And I had a very bad phone call with someone who will not be addressed. Um, And I felt like I feel pure and like fun and kind. And like, it's so sad that like at 33, this is the first time you feel this way. But it's so... It's so nice to um, kind of put in all this work because it's very active. You put in a lot of work, especially I think as women, we like we're we're so actively trying to better ourselves and better the people around us and take care of people. And like a lot of times, 
guys are just fucking assholes yeah and then some woman who doesn't love herself enough swoops in and takes care of that person and i see that happening makes him better i leave people behind when they when they are no longer doing anything for me and i see every time someone sweep them up and take care of them and it's like i'm like girl you know i already put so much work into that person and i don't want to say i'm better than you but like if I put a current level of work into some, that's a big level of work. I can vouch for that. And I'm just not sure, you know, that that person, you know, but if they Deserved don't choose it. to help them, you know, themselves, I don't know if that there is at any, at any point they're going to be a p- partner who is okay. And uh, I think you are absolutely correct. Or I release someone or like I basically, I, I basically like give a relationship my all to my breaking point. And then finally someone loses me and then they realize they're thinner. They got a they beard. Lost. Their career's yeah. doing better. And then they meet some chick. And yes. They're like, and that chick's like, wow, your beard's so great. You're so yeah. good. And they reap the rewards. And of people all aren't the- a project and that's not at all. And that's not what I do that, you know, I, you know, whatever. It's just like the manager in me. I can't fucking stop. And, you know, I do the same thing to myself. It's not like I'm using it to like not work on myself. I'm fucking right. working on myself too. But like, I don't know. So. And I'm just trying to like, so I'm like just very conscious. And like, even like looking back, like the first time he came in my house, he like only person like, he like, you know, I'm like, hey, my dog has a lot of anxiety. Like he's going to bark. It just like, you know, especially doesn't like men a lot. Um, and like he just got like he walked in and he got right down on the floor and just like got to Alfred's level and like pet and, and made him feel comfortable. Wow. And I'm like, just like what? A, like And those things like I, I really notice stuff like that. I don't comment it. I don't whatever. It just goes in my fucking mm-hmm. my little lockbox. Yeah. Now we yeah. have a lockbox for shit that we're going to oh, oh, we bring have up with a you in fights box. later. But oh, if you fuck this up later on, we'll bring out a lockbox. Yeah, items. we also have nice things sometimes too in that box. Um, and I, I don't know. And just like those little things in life that are very missable um that that and i think that's those little things that show you who a person really is everything else is a fucking show i couldn't Um, agree more so yeah that's the those little things like plugging in the phone when he's just like that's just that's such kindness and that's so (laughs) that means so much more than any thing you could physically buy a person i mean it's just it's so meaningful I'm so happy. That's awesome because you deserve that because boy, oh boy, do you put a lot of work into you. Corinne never half-assed a thing in her life. (laughs) I mean, seriously. And it's like, and and it was like, you know, we talked about, you know, I'll be dating people and, and then I'll break up with them and you're like, well, yeah, I mean, they were kind of, and then I see it and I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. One thing that I've always noticed with you is, um, you date people that, um, no offense to any of the men that you've dated, but you're a lot better than. Yeah, I know. People always in say, terms of yeah. being an adult, your career is great. Not that they're it doesn't you don't have to be equal in the career, right? Not that they're and not that their career was bad, but like you you deserve to be with somebody and like yeah, that's like a power cut. Like they like right. fucking they're on the same level. I don't right. think you've ever that I know of. I mean, the first person, but but yeah, I don't know. I mean, we were both we were everyone was new in their careers, but like on your level, you got to date on your level. It's like ten, and, yeah, um, I was like turning a rotate between like you know looks looks or you know success or talent, but like and you never have to pick, never getting you know both yeah. in the same. You know, but also never really getting that consideration, that little consideration right. that that PM, formerly known as Corn Guy, uh, <laughs> shows you. Well, and it's also because you know I am so self sufficient. So at a certain point, you're like, well, I don't actually, I don't require these things. I don't take a lot of. Uh, 
like I don't need a, a ton of nurturing, or whatever. But then when you go without them for so long and you give so much, you're like, yeah. this is draining. But for somebody to find ways to care for you, yeah. being that and also appreciate how self sufficient you are, that's your match. Yeah, because. I think people uh, would previously take your self-sufficiency as she doesn't need me. Right. And well, that's get a, a constant and it's like, problem. Don't get fucking intimidated by that motherfucker. Yeah. Be any, a man. Don't be intimidated by that. Yeah. People, a lot of times people just kind of like, uh, it's almost like they give up on themselves in the relationship and then don't notify me. That's <clears> making it about them <clears> a lot. Yeah. Too. And then yeah, it's just, and it's weird. And I, uh, yeah, and I and I and I so often, especially just reading more about relationships and talking to a relationship expert, it's just like people really do need to feel needed. And I was like, but I'm never. I don't know. I guess I feel I I do like I do need someone to kind of like protect. Like even like sometimes yeah, like in a space, like yeah. I'm like I feel very <clears throat> like vulnerable and and used a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, it's nice to have someone who's like protecting you yeah. a little bit, which. I just, that feeling's the best. Because I'm really good at protecting myself, but at a certain point, one human being cannot fully can protect themselves in, in the ways that you need to be protected. I, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and also all the things that you're describing that he does for you, like that's like you are leading with your feminine energy with a lot of these things that you've described, a lot of these stories. Right. Well, I mean, like, listen, like, when I get homework, I fucking do it. And so yeah, I was like, do. I'm going to, how are we going to do this? And again, it's just like, you know, when someone's a little older, it also, that just like helps the natural like ebb and flow. Yeah. Also someone who's like very accomplished. So it's, it's like, okay, I'm never going to feel like very talented. These yeah. kind of things are like that. You don't need me. You that don't. naturally makes it yeah. easier for that dynamic to take place. That's so awesome. I'm so happy. Thank oh, you. Oh, wow. We've talked for an hour. That's sweet. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry. Yeah, whatever. I'm no, in a real. No. Why? Well, also, no, because I was hey, like. You're getting all of us, babies. Guys, we fucked. I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen you in so long. I know. We, I haven't seen you. Well, I saw you for that one podcast recording. But for, that yeah, was for like two fucking seconds. And yeah, we were like, we don't really get to actually talk to one another like privately. Oh, that's so exciting. Wow. Skies, I'm so I love love and I love when people <laughs> find each other and I love when they have orgasms and make them feel like they're on drugs. That's awesome. Um, and I love our guest this episode. Oh, I'm so this excited. was so fun. What a great, sometimes guys we fuck will interview people that we know of but we never really met yeah, and never, then we'll yeah. have the most amazing time with them and this guest is no exception. Yeah, we. I mean like that way sometimes you guys will express like, oh, I feel like you guys are my best friends. Like we'll feel like the guest is yeah. our best friend oh, yeah. afterwards because no, we went we, so deep with them. Yeah, I want to like hang out with him now. <laughs> yeah, um, he's great. He's a stand-up comedian. His special, The Vagabond, is now available on Netflix. You gotta check it out. It's his life work, and it's fucking brilliant. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mo Ammer. Yeah. 
So yeah, it's like we play handled bukkake and facials, but like we don't know about pregnancy and marriage. So like we're trying to get back to like, like I know the roots. bukkake, mm-hmm. but like I didn't know that you know you should put your placenta in, and you know should kind of eat it after you give birth or whatever. Put it in a pill. What? Put it, it in a pill. Yeah, you get it made into oh, a pill. You didn't know that either. What? And you eat it like how much? A little period of time after. Well, it helps with uh, postpartum apparently. It yeah. Helps, it oh helps, really? It help. Yeah. 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 And they make it into a pill like because people it, like before Is the pill true? they just were like put it on actually a plate. eating a fucking placenta oh. but then people were like you know we have technology we can upgrade this a little bit yeah right, sure yeah how about you eat a sandwich um, yeah. <laughs> we're here with mo ammer i'm really excited <laughs> yeah thank you guys for having me of course thanks for being let's open with are you, placenta. Are you cold are we, I know I was are you cold mo mo's in his coat and he I also am. has a coat that has it's like mittens thin. attached to it yeah, which is yeah. very got, sweet for an yeah, adult a shout oh, out to mo. maharishi yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome yeah, yeah no it's the best invention ever so <laughs> ready to mo. go wow and i, and I heard that mittens cool. are actually warmer than gloves because you're they are because your fingers are next to each other keeping each other warm right yeah it's like a sleeping bag for your hands it is it is this whole thing is like wow call it upcycling so this apparently is a parachute material from like the world that's great people don't realize that recycling also includes clothing yeah. so I yeah, mean, yeah. every they time call you go it to upcycling so it's yeah. like oh i'm sorry so upcycling. oh so it's like you know <laughs> yeah high end well they upcycling. made it better i just buy the clothes like i'm like oh this uh, this is a jacket someone else wore i don't know why i'm doing air quotes the whole t- yeah exactly <laughs> i don't I, like i don't buy the ones that they yeah. make it to something else i'm like oh no this is just like cheaper urban renewal is a brand at urban outfitters and it's more expensive it's more expensive yeah. Yeah. Like, bitches yeah. you sewed some old ladies coats to yeah, hundred percent. Look, Why Arabs are always cold, so it's yeah. like this is this is perfect. I are feel you snuggly. A- yeah. Arab, you said Arabs are always yeah, cold. Yeah, I'm, oh. I, I can't. I don't belong in this weather for right. sure. Okay. So it's like, hey, I need, I need a, I need a comforter. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need a little blanket, like um, one I of those do. glow worms, like the glow worms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love. I'm gonna go worms. eat my placenta. Oh, mm. good. You should ask it's, your mom for it. Um, well, no, she needs to eat it. Probably stale. It's probably yeah. So you are from Kuwait. Yes, I was born. I was. That's it's a like great I segue. randomly pulled that out of my ass, <laughs> and I happen to be right. Yeah. So you? I was. I'm Palestinian originally. Okay. I was born in Kuwait. Fled the war in ninety. Fled war. Yeah. How old were you when I you was fled nine. war? Okay, so that's like old enough to like remember shit. Yeah, I right? remember I mean, everything. Oh, I remember fuck. every single thing about that whole experience. It's, it's like one of those things that you can't shake, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like uh, there's something called autobiographical memory. And there's people that remember every day and moment, hour, minute of Sounds their life. Terrible. Wow. Sounds it does sound terrible, right? Yeah. There's there's like they found like twenty two do no, I don't. Oh thank God. They have but I do have a photographic memory. Oh uh, me too. I have a I have photographic a really, yeah. Wait, really, really good photographic memory. Wait, what does that mean again? You just like look at something and capture. That's why like I would need yeah. a worksheet in high school because then I could just scan it with my eyes and then I would remember things based on yeah. the plate placement on the sheet. I'm excellent sheet. at tests oh. for that reason. Mm-hmm. I would not study oh, God, no yep, like exactly. hours before I would just look at the pages. Yep. And I would what? Pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fuck? Yeah. Well, good for you guys. So there's the normal people. <laughs> normal people uh, only remember either like really happy moments or really traumatic moments. Mm-hmm. Ah, so you'll never oh, forget I'm normal. those. That's yeah, nice. yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so like th- those individuals, so uh, you can't ever forget, you know them storming into our house or you know the iraqi soldiers at the corner or you know we ended up play. i ended up you know playing soccer with them they f- kind of forced me to play soccer we were all but like, like they were nice about it yeah, they were very nice oh, like and, play with us kid yeah like, and then okay. one guy i remember one soldier was like here check this out and he just like unloads the entire machine gun and like throws it at me to hold and i'm like yeah did he unload it into the sky yeah no he just like manually unloaded oh, it oh, oh, and oh, just oh. kind of like flicked the bullet in the air and he catches it and then he's just like oh. hey 
and gave you okay, gave you a this, bullet list. Hold this, kiddo. Wow, like uh, you're the best babysitter yeah. ever. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just walking back to my house. Why but, were these soldiers hanging out with you? Well, they're at the corner. So we were. We, my father, God rest me, rest in peace. He was. Uh, he was a telecommunications engineer. Okay, and he was hired on by the Kuwaiti oil company to he was like he was really innovative and actually developed one uh, the first wireless communication between oil rigs and at that at that time they didn't have wireless communication so he oh, wow. developed that built one of the first radio stations in kuwait he was just like a big yeah part of that team that developed wow. all this new technology there so the Kuwaiti oil company has houses, you know, that they, there's like neighborhoods are all like all these expats. So we didn't just live among just Arab people. There was people from all over the world living in our neighborhood. And, uh, and at the end of that house, uh, excuse me, at the end of that neighborhood, there was like this palace that would hold different dignitaries or presidents that are visiting Kuwait. So that was a primary, um, spot for, you know, target, I guess you would call it for the, uh, Iraqi military. So they were there. They were very, very present in our neighborhood. Mm. Wow. Just robbing. They were just like straight oh. up robbing him. So Saddam Hussein at that time just, uh, sent over a bunch of, uh, okay. people that were in prisons and school buses and, or buses and just, um, Let, instructed them to just rob. There was like uh, Mercedes Benz dealerships that were like robbed overnight. There was, he told Saddam Hussein told people to get prison. Prisoners to get on a bus and just yeah, go, he, go yeah, ham, he, motherfuckers. Yeah, just exactly. Take they were all instructed to rob and uh, and take. Wow. A specific, his whole beef was that the Kuwaitis were stealing oil for many years. So oh, so they I owed will. Him. Yeah, so yeah. So it was just like yeah, that was part of like it's war. So, so. was your house raided? Uh, yes, it was. So my father was paying them off. That was the only way to to like secure and protect our home yeah oh god they wanted my, according to my mother they were gonna throw a grenade in my room i was sleeping jesus and i was very oh. thankful that they did she told Me you that too. after you you weren't in many the room anymore later. okay that's many good because man that anxiety <laughs> she was oh like, thanks mom not sleeping for yeah, like 10 years many years no i slept like a baby good because you didn't know they were gonna in, throw i was a basically a baby yeah i had no idea <laughs> yeah i had no idea when they first came in it was like one o'clock in the morning and i was completely out I was wow. sleeping. I slept through the whole uh, kicking in the door thing. You're a heavy sleeper. I was on the other side of the house. Now, uh, oh, okay. Completely the other. Yeah, wow. I was probably a heavy sleeper too. So wait, like sure. they raided it and like they came, went in and out and you yeah, went so up they the found out that we weren't Kuwaitis. Yeah. Uh, that was and how the do big, they know? I mean. Well, my, you know, we showed Paper. Same as like, yeah. you know, Holocaust. Like, how did you know someone's a Jew or not? Exactly. Yeah, everyone's exactly. documented. Exactly, Fuck. exactly. We could, yeah, it could have gone either way for sure. But the fact that, you know, my dad, was doing well and he you know he had some kind of money that he was able to pay them off and we would literally uh, i remember them having to come over and just like eat breakfast at our house so we my mom huh. would like we would feed them so they wouldn't you know because they were you. hungry they just all they all finished uh you know the iraqi soldiers just finished eight year war with iran right, right? and then he just sent them into another war and he didn't feed them. he didn't they didn't have like any food supplies or anything like that oh, they were like God. go to kuwait and feed yourselves and so like a they home raid houses meal. and threaten exactly. the families exactly. for oh, okay exactly. wow exactly so that's how it went down and and were they it. like they nice people when they when you they were around your dinner honestly table? the soldier I mean they weren't around our dinner table <laughs> or, eat out front you okay. know kind of thing and <laughs> eat in uh, the yard. yeah eat in the yard yeah it was they were all eating in the yard it wasn't a lot of because it's like they have to eat and the person that's in charge of them is not giving them any support. 
but then they're also robbing. That's such a that's a lot of layers. It was so fucked up. I can't tell. They were siphoning fuel from you know people were siphoning fuel from uh, our cars. Yeah. They were just taking everything that we could. I mean, we lost millions. My my father lost uh, millions of dollars overnight. Oh yeah. wow, we lost everything. We went from instead of you know how they say rich uh, rags to riches. We, yeah, we're riches to riches rags. To, it was like rags to riches and then riches to rags. You know that's how wow yeah for my family. And you would mentioned earlier before we pressed record about like. Okay, this is a sex podcast. So yeah, sexuality sure. in yes. Kuwait, like how is yeah. that treated? What is, uh, um, pop culture? Is there are there naked women on billboards there? Like no what's way, that? no way. Yeah, it was completely, completely had no idea about about like titties. Yeah, I mean, I knew they existed. <laughs> I knew I yeah. suckled on them at some point when I was right. a baby, but I had no <laughs> idea. I had no idea about anything. Like I didn't. Uh, it wasn't. It's not part. It's like you know. It's like you grow up, and this is—it's like you grow up, you go through your life. You're a child, you be a kid. You yeah, know? yeah. You're a teenager, you be a teenager. And then when it's time, you know, you never really get a talk either. There's no like sex sex talks in Arab families as well. They don't really have that conversation. It's like you're married. Hey, you know, oh. that's when you like. <laughs> that's when the conversation hey. starts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like your like, uncles seems, would yeah. be like, zayt, which means did you change your oil? That's like uh, that's. <laughs> did you <laughs> did, Yes, that's that's the did that's. Did you, change you, your oil? did you change your oil that's the that's like oh you just had <laughs> sex all right now now you're a man now we can talk about this now do yeah. women get that respect when they have sex i don't know probably not i, I mean, what do you I mean like i, I don't i don't know Meaning if the like conversation a, happens like but an i'm uncle sure my mom to a, to a nephew like oh okay yeah i'm you sure did my mom man. had that conversation i'm sure yeah i'm sure my mom had that woman to woman conversation because my mom was different my mom was like She's, she's a, a cool gangster. mom. Yeah, she's very cool. She's like gets it. She has okay. those conversations. Yeah, I'm sure my mom did. My dad was just like overworked, and then plus he passed away when when I was 14, so oh, I didn't really okay. get that chance, you know, right, to have a talk. But I'm sure it would have happened at some point. You right. know, I'm sure it would have been, but it, I never had that experience. What no. was the relationship? So like, how how like much did you see your parents like be romantic or sexual with one another? Because like most kids have like a mm-hmm. story of like, oh, I heard my parents having sex, or at least like you know making out or. Some, they were kissing some in the never. kitchen, and I was like, "Mom and Dad." You never I'm, even saw them kiss. I never, I lips? never saw them kiss. Never. Really? And I like a peck. Um. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've well, seen tap, them tap. like hug and kiss on the cheek and stuff like that, wow. and things like that. I've never seen them like. I never. Again, there was like this. I was so young. Maybe I missed it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I sure. didn't like see it. Maybe I did, and I just completely just erased it out of my subconscious maybe it's in there at some somewhere hiding i don't know yeah. but i know like i remember like family vacation when we went on our last family vacation that was the time like we had a, a big suite mom my mom and dad had their own room you know like yeah, it was just yeah. like sharing they i knew they were having a good time right, you know? right. Yeah, when yeah. they told us like hey it's time for bed i'm sure that's <laughs> when they were like you know like whatever arab music is in the background i never had that experience but yeah but no there was no there was like no no nothing, like mo- nothing. movies and television there was no women scantily oh clad my God. ever nah if you like we saw a kissing scene and that was like whoa they're really? kissing oh shit you so know, you're just like, getting edited versions of like art like because you know american films are coming in or are american yeah. films not allowed at all so funny because my sisters uh my, i was a sixth kid out of six children wow so damn. my two older brothers were already going to college in the states they were at byu that's oh. where you send that's where you send your muslim kids Oh, BYU? Yeah, BYU. <laughs> that, why? why? They because were 16. It's, because, it, because you're like, oh, because everyone's religious there, even though it's not Muslim? I think there's Muslim? no drinking. It's like, I think, I think honestly, it's a smart, it's a smart 
thing to send them to because it doesn't you sound crazy yeah yeah it doesn't sound crazy because it's like hey if you if you've never if you're not around drinking or smoking or all that stuff on a yeah, regular basis gotta ease into it yeah ease into it exactly yeah. i don't it's think Brigham you young just, university for everyone who's confused yeah you right don't now. just send them to ut austin like yeah. oh, oh, you know yeah. like, it was just gonna be nuts though they're not yeah. gonna focus on anything and plus the way we were shock this, too. Yeah, florida state <laughs> yeah. oh it would go <laughs> down oh my state. god it would go down it would go down is that where you went no absolutely not i went to penn state my first year i went to art school i'm a little weirdo yeah i mean so when i came to the states it was just like oh my god what's happening so have you ever seen a woman in a bikini at this point at this point when you came to the states no not even a woman in a bikini no and i came like two days before halloween like it was like a few days before halloween i can't remember i was nine someone's gonna see a slutty ladybug really (laughs) slutty ladybug i saw so many of them i couldn't believe what i was seeing i was like oh my god i thought people were crazy I, well, I was gonna say yeah what was going in your mind because did you have did anybody shape did you have any adults shape how western culture was meaning like a slutty ladybug on halloween did anybody say like we don't do that like meaning like did they kind of poo poo it or did you truly just not have any impression I had, of it look know? it was our, our lives were turned upside down so nobody had the conversation Z- literally zero no time i was like the one that had to figure it all out by himself Wow. I was like the sex kid. You know, you think you're like yeah, the spoiled kid. They were no, no, no. Tired I had a then. job when I was like 12. You know what I mean? Like, Shit. I was like different level right. situation. You know? Yeah. I had my, I mean, the only the only thing that I had about the States was uh, Michael Jackson. I mean, uh, I, said, oh, I know, I oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I saw this, saw the thing. It was terrible. Yeah. And it's like, but uh, he was that, a great we, artist. Great artist. I saw, <laughs> I saw um, my sisters were really into moonlighting, which is like a Bruce. Willis uh, yeah. series. Yeah. That when I was yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just I just knew like whatever we would get on television that's what we'd get. But that was it. I had no idea. And then I come to the states. Yeah. And, like six months later, the hit song is like I like big butts and I cannot lie. I was like, what the fuck is going and on? That's in America like tame rap. Tame rap. And then yeah. my buddy. And then the first uh, friend that I made his name's Hector, who I put in my special on Netflix. It's really <laughs> funny. Is he took me into this? We were hanging out at some kid's apartment, and he goes, "Yeah, my dad hides his play." boys here and i'm so i'm so innocent i'm like oh playboys you know like oh this must be like a boys magazine like a kids magazine (laughs) they're so sweet and i know right and then they open it up i'm like ah oh it's a play magazine all right why is my penis moving it's amazing that's like straight up straight up pussy when i first saw pussy i was like i think i cried I I'm would cry sure. too. Like, I think I cried. But your penis was a little jiggly. Like oh, it, I was very happy to see what I saw. Mm. Yeah, but like but you I didn't know, know why was, yeah. you were happy. Better, oh, was, better Playboy like, than Hustler because at least you know it's Hustler just like they, a little. Yeah, I mean they're just spread the curtains. Yeah, they're exactly. just spread eagle on Hustler. 100%. That's a lot. No, yeah. it was like so. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it was a lot. I was like, "What is this? What did you say to your friend?" Normal? Like. I was in shock. I didn't want to look like I knew that it, you know you had to be cool, so I was just <laughs> right. kind of like breathing it in and you just went from like, not even on seeing a, a woman in a bikini yeah. to spread pussy and spread, Playboy, straight up spread pussy and Playboy. Wow! Wow! Yeah! Wow! Also, it's kind of fucked up like that. <clears throat> the first nude woman woman you see is like 
a 10. Yeah, mm. that's yeah. annoying. <laughs> you know? Annoying. I never even thought about that. That's I feel like that funny. would fuck, yeah. Because, you know, like, you, you want to come in all shapes and sizes. Of yeah, course. for me, like, I just saw, you know, I just saw, like, relatives. And, like, that's a real easy place to start. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's a good ease in because it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's didn't something underneath that. there. Yeah. No, I didn't have that. Like, they're always, like, when we have hangouts in Kuwait, like, everybody's co-mingling everything's fine but definitely it was like the men hang out they play cards yeah the ladies are sitting there chit-chatting they're having a good time in the living room like that's it was like normal yeah okay, women yeah. just boom, they congregate together men hanging they, out yeah. together blah, 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 and at the end of the night everybody kind of trickles in back together that and then, nice. that's usually how it goes and like within arab culture that's right. what happens so Wow, um, where'd you go it. from there after you I saw mean, that pussy? I mean, do you did you keep it in your spank bank? Was that like the yeah. first thing you ever had in your spank bank? Well, no, how do you even, even know, know how to master it? No, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. No, I never. You, I didn't master it. The first time I mastered it was in eighth grade. Eighth okay. grade, yeah. you're what? Fifth? Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It was the first time. How did that happen? Just like, uh, didn't you get backed up before then? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't even think about. It. I was very okay. active. I guess it's like a dog. <laughs> you know, you keep them running. I, ran I guess. Keep them, yeah. You, I just you had ran toys to play with. Very, and very active. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was just, uh, just. I never even knew what to do. I didn't. Nobody ever. T- I didn't have this information. <laughs> I didn't like, know what to do either. And the first time I touched a penis, I was like, wow, this works a lot differently than yeah. I thought it was going to. Honestly. I didn't know. I just like I remember. It just it was a shower. Of course, it was a mm-hmm. it was a shower, and I was like, it was the heavens opened up, and I'm like, oh my, this is gonna happen a lot. This yeah, is gonna <laughs> obviously happen a lot. That's, that's all I remember. I feel like yeah, boys especially when they first discover masturbation, like I'm not going outside. For yeah, a while. <laughs> for a while. This, this with me, I'm like, oh, whenever my parents leave, I'm just gonna hump everything. But like yeah. <laughs> boys are like, I'm gonna stay here forever. Yeah, like just exactly. really married to it. Yeah, let me put on some Pearl James. <laughs> <laughs> have a good time. <laughs> Did you get any sex ed in school when you came here? Um, yeah, well, sex ed didn't happen till high school. Uh, so by oh. that time, I already knew what was up. You know, okay. Kind of knew what was going on. Okay. When did you touch him? And then I grew up really quickly from there. I mean, after my dad died, everything went out the window. Oh, yeah. I everything bet. went out the window. I was just like. Was uh, that a sudden death? Was it. Yeah, sick, it was. Or? It was pretty. It was pretty sudden. Like, he was in the hospital for three weeks, but um, but we, you know, it's like you never think that your dad's gonna go or your parents gonna go. You just don't think that's gonna happen. But yeah. when it does, it's just like, you know, so many things happen within a five year period. Like, eru- war erupts. We leave family separated everywhere. Everybody's just spread out. Literally, everybody's spread out everywhere. No semblance of family. And now you're just like in Houston trying to figure things out and trying to be cool, not cool, focus on school. Got to graduate. I come from a highly educated family. Like, you know, like yeah. I didn't want to do anything. Then I then I saw Cosby live when I was 10 years old. I was like, I'm going to be a comedian and uh, fuck everything else. And then four years later, my dad dies. And then my teacher gets me to do stand-up in class. And that oh, changes wow. everything for me because I was just skipping. I was living like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I was 14 years old, but I was a grown man. I was mm. like, I was uh, selling <laughs> fake Rolexes and Movado watches to like Whoa. drug dealers. And, and, and just like making a good living, buying lunch to... to my teachers and shit like i was wow you were a I, was, I was a guy that got anybody anything in school I, oh that's, 
my the God. Honest answer. People would ask me where I get that from. I was like, I got you. I'll get it for you. Now, what? Where did that come? It. Where did that come from? You being like the best. I mean, it wasn't like <laughs> the best. Time. Yeah, it was like. But just the like, be- I didn't ever thought about to that. To a lot of resourceful, yeah. very resourceful. So it's like Arabs. We have a lot of cousins, right? It's like we're not <laughs> okay. really my cousin, but that's your cousin. So okay. like, my mom would offer me up to jobs. Like I would get jobs. So my dad, he opened up a nine cent store when I was twelve, and I worked for him for a little while before we had a falling out. And then after he passed away, his best friend, one of his friends in Houston gave me a job at uh, Cook Road Mini Mart. And that was like the worst thing that could have happened to me uh. because it was like in the worst neighborhood and it's uh, essentially a convenience store and learned every single bad habit that could. Like what? Like, I mean, from weed to cigarettes to mm. alcohol to I mean like people would, you'd be amazed how many people try to sell you shit at a convenience store. People would come in <laughs> oh, and wow. you'd be like, I have TVs. Can I just give can i get groceries for these tvs well um i know hey, that's man, true though because my I dad got, owns a store and he, he, he would come home with real weird stuff yeah because he's very really? generous yeah yes. yeah yeah no we would buy i mean like you know the guy would buy it sometimes i would start and then i started selling these watches and i'm like i was making so much money selling these watches i just show up one day and the guy who owns the place is selling is setting up a display case i'm like what are you doing he's like i'm gonna start selling these watches i'm like that's my that's what i'm doing i was mm. like but you're not commissioning me anything yeah and yeah so, he taught me a lesson. I didn't know anything about business, you know, so he started wow. teaching me that. And then I just learned everything. I mean, people were selling weed to all kinds of other drugs around me. And that's nothing, that has, that's not the way I was raised. You know, that would be like, if my mom- I'm not knew, selling weed, I'm selling watches. My mom watches. knows about it today, but she, yeah. huh? I'm not selling weed, I'm selling watches. Watches, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some, I mean, I got people weed too. I got yeah. people stuff, but it just connect them. I never, yeah, you I did yeah, yeah, I didn't like, I didn't, I wasn't like the supply. Maybe some people thought I was, but I didn't have shit. You know, yeah, I'd just yeah. come in with a couple of dime bags and you go have a good time. But, uh, but it wasn't, it was never like that, but it was just a big learning experience. I mean, I was going to Mexico when I was 14, 15 years old. For what? I mean, just to go party and have a good time. Whoa. trip. Yeah, my friend. Yeah, exactly. My buddy, uh, my buddy's uh, girlfriend broke up with him like the day of prom. Ooh. And oh, then, and then he was like this, but he was so mad. This bitch. bitch. <laughs> and he was so mad. And then he goes, uh, my friend Juan is from uh, Matamoros. You want to go with us? I'm like, I don't think I could go. Since my paperwork is still pending and immigration. Oh. And he was like, it's fine. You just have to say you're an American citizen. When you come back, you're fine. And I was like, well, I can't say that. So we just went down and I would just always be asleep when we crossed the border. And they just let it In go. In the car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. We just let it go. And we just partied so much. And that's when I learned about titties. Yeah, we went to strip clubs. Did we you, had a good time. Did you have sex at this point? I did not have sex at the point. No. Oh wow. Okay. I was so you just felt scared. some titties. Yeah, no, yeah. I was sex too, is scary, man. So I was too scared. I was too worried about it. I was too like uh I was just too worried I was too worried about anything. Even alcohol. Like I didn't touch it. It was not wow. part of my culture. Like yeah. I didn't want anything to do with that's it that's interesting because sometimes when people like uh, no alcohol well if it wasn't part of your culture stupid everybody around me okay yeah because sometimes when parents are super strict mm-hmm. and then you go to college when me aka mm-hmm. and you're like i'm gonna drink vodka forever yeah. and you really go crazy right right no it didn't happen like that for me at all i w- i want i would like fake it Oh, I would think yeah. like, meh, guys. I'm wasting. You know, meh. you know what I mean? <laughs> I would just kind of do that because I really didn't believe. I just feel like something's up with this shit. Like, I see everybody else around me. It was just too much. Yeah. I remember being in one of the strip clubs, and it was raided by uh, the, the Mexican military. Oh, shit. And apparently it was a shakedown. And you're down. like, this is nothing. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I was, I was like, 
fuck you know oh, like yeah. i was straight up machine guns lights on oh, everybody's God. standing oh, up my. in the back okay you know there's been one through a lot of ratings yeah a lot, a lot of raids, lot of raids. raids. follow you yeah. Jesus. <laughs> real real magnet door they were no, like kidding. straight up they were straight up all in like uh the green uniforms there's one one guy in the black uniform i i can say i guess he was the he was their leader i don't know if he was a sergeant what his rank is and they just have everybody up against the wall all strippers on the side everybody's just hanging out and they just grab them they're searching everybody really aggressively you know and some guys are yelling at each other they have machine guns pointed at everybody and they're just making their rounds around the club just going in full circle we're near the entrance so we're the last ones he's about to approach and he comes up to me and my friend john who died rest in peace and my friend nick and he has they have machine guns at us and then he they both they all look at me and the guy in the black goes he asked them to lift up my shirt like let me see what's under your shirt i'm not wearing anything <laughs> under my shirt and i was really heavy back except then, this six pack and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and i was really heavy and i just lifted it up i just put it back down and i go muchos tacos that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's all i had that's all i had did they laugh they fucking did not laugh oh. the the they just gave me like a little smirk Oh, and they, and like the smirk was just like, does your mom know where the hell you are? Does she not know you're in like a hotbed of a cartel situation right now? Uh, yeah, That's yeah, probably yeah, yeah, what yeah. it was. We oh. had no idea because oh, it was like crazy. 95, 96. You know, it was just not that. It, wasn't, it wasn't that serious. I know. Yeah. I'm like listening to the Spice Girls. He's like in a ray. Yeah, I'm like yeah. making a dance to a Hanson yeah. song. <laughs> wow. It was crazy. I told my mom I was, went to all night bowling. That's That was the... <laughs> Yeah, she Man. was like, "Okay, honey, have fun." Yeah, she knew something was all up. night yeah. bowling. Yeah, well, that's good, Habibi. <laughs> I'm glad you're making friends. Wow. Yeah. And now, when did um, when did sex happen for you? Sex happened for me, like re- I count it like from when I was 19. Okay, what do you love. count it? I mean, like I had like it went, a did you stick it in like a hole before? No, that? no, oh. I didn't. No, no, no. I just had like it wasn't like really. It was just like we didn't know what we were doing. Did the okay. penis go in the girlfriend. vagina? Yeah, I think by accident. Honestly, we were uh, just having fun, just and she was parts. like, "Oops, yeah." We were just, and then we were like, "Whoops," and <laughs> Oops, we both got scared. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm being Wait, real. Really? Yeah, I was it's 15. Slipped into her vagina. Yeah, that's we're like both, a line that people I swear use. To God, we're both it can happen heated. now. It can. Yeah, sometimes bo- penises point in exactly where they need to point, and you're like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "That's warm." You know what I mean? <laughs> that's what happened. I'm mm-hmm. just warm. being real. I'm just being. I real. always wondered how that I was. Yeah, I always wonder what it's like to have. If I had a dick, man, I would stick it it's in a great. vagina because I just want to know. It's great. I want to. I, I got a condom lost up there not too long ago, and I had to really reach, and I was like, <laughs> "Really oh, this is cozy as hell." It is condom lost in there because it came off during sex but we uh-huh. didn't know and so the the more we kept having sex because we didn't know right uh, I, I would think a guy knew that they would fall off but maybe not uh, and he was just jamming it up oh no I, well we didn't know you can get yeah. lots of stuff stuck out there i got oh, a tampon stuck up yeah, there no, for the full 24 we could, hours you couldn't see it <laughs> like i couldn't because i he i he tried to get it but his fingers aren't as long i got et fingers over here yeah. i had to get it and it was it was very far up there Oof. but very warm very warm mm. environment yeah no very we warm. were both i had a girlfriend at that it was 15 and she was really sweet we we're both like really care for each other loved each other Aww. but it didn't it just didn't work she was like yeah. i didn't have a car it was way down so it just didn't yeah. ever something yeah. 15, yeah, yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah, but I I fell in love when I was like nineteen. I fell in love. I got engaged and shit. Like when I was Whoa. twenty. Yeah. Okay. She's a Brazilian woman, and she um she only spoke uh, Portuguese and Spanish. 
So that's I what you like most about her. Oh, yeah, because okay. you didn't. Oh, okay. I like learned Spanish in three months. Wait, that's Harry is, Wayne's world romantic. How do like, you fall in love with God, someone who doesn't speak Spanish. the same language as you? Well, no, we fell in love immediately. It was it, crazy. without talking. I mean, yeah, this is because this is a problem I have with one of the, the plot phone. lines of love. Of love, actually, have you seen that film? No, I haven't. Because, like, you know, the one guy get falls in love with the woman who actually also speaks Portuguese, and I'm like, is this you know just men don't like yappers or like? I was going to say hilarious. You, like, I'm yeah, like, this is a no, little. I love to talk. No, not at all. How do you fall well, in love, love to talk? How, yeah. yeah, but how do you fall in love with somebody if you can't if you don't know what they're saying? So okay, so I'll tell you. So so. um it's just defend it's, your it's love a soulful yeah. thing no it's amazing so his his uh so her brother was a really good friend of mine he found out he found his mom after like being separated for 25 years Whoa. he found his half sister who's brazilian so he spoke blooded. english oh that's got to be awkward english, have, like, a hot Arabic sister that you don't Spanish. know okay and yeah oh, okay. she was gorgeous so he i go to his was wedding was that uncomfortable for him <laughs> It like, was, I'm to sure. To find out your sister's hot or your a sibling is hot, like, and you don't know them, yeah, they that's got to be an uncomfortable thing. It was thing. so sweet. They were like, oh, he, they, it was like a very emotional experience for him because he found his mother after 25 years. That's crazy, yeah. So he finally had a sister. Wow. They were just like all like Oh, he like, didn't know mushy. he had a sister. No, he had no idea. He had wow. a sister. He had two half-sisters and a half-brother. And you were like, yeah, you I had sister. no idea either. And then he, I come to his wedding and I see this, I like literally saw her just walking by and it felt like, oh. Really? Yeah, yeah, 100%. That 100%, happens? 100%. never happened to me. 100%. I was like, I'm going to marry this girl. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I knew immediately. Is that so, the one you marry? Is that the person? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is oh, going to get really weird. Wow. So, so, so she's walking by and I go, who's this person? Why is she nervous? And why is she hugging one of my good friends? And how come I don't know her like that? <laughs> Because yeah. we all have barbecues, we all like hang out. Like, yeah. how do I have? How do I not know? No, have I? How the hell have I not seen this person? Yeah. So she's like, you know, she's white and she has blonde hair and green eyes. I'm like, I go up and I say hello, and she's just a mute. I'm like, what's wrong with you? You all right? What's going on? It didn't. It didn't hit me. And he goes, that's my. This is my sister. She doesn't speak English. She speaks Spanish and Portuguese. And I was like, are you kidding me? You have a sister? That's what, what did the hell just, what did I miss? Yeah. And he was like, oh, I found my mother. I didn't tell you last <laughs> month I went to Brazil. I found it was him. a crazy like, February, man. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what is wrong with you? It's like, I didn't want to text. I wanted to tell you in person. Yeah, that's an in-person thing, you know. <laughs> it was crazy. So I, I go to their, uh, you know, the the party afterwards. They're, I forget, I'm having a brain fart. So we were all hanging out and, and we can't just stop staring at each other. We just keep staring at each other. And I she see, might have been like, "Why is this guy?" Keep staring? Yeah, 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 might have been. <laughs> yeah, but it was, I, I wonder what her first thoughts were. No, there was a guy. Um, there, there, this guy's weird. Yeah. <laughs> she so she was getting hit on like crazy by what uh, by his bride by one of the uh, groomsmen. Groomsmen, excuse me. So so she's getting hit on like crazy, and she's looking at me like. Hi, you know, yeah, kind of thing. And so I go over there. She doesn't speak. I was like, oh my God, you don't speak any, I don't speak any Spanish. I'm broken Spanish. And, uh, you know, we don't know. I was like, can you dance? So we dance and, and we just, and I said, I have to go. I have to go do a set. I have to go do a stand up set. And and then I told Fauzi, my, my friend, I was like, yo, is there, is it okay if I talk to your sister? I really like her. If you don't, if it's not okay with you, I'm not going to do it. He was like, come on, man. He was like, come on, man. I love you, and if my sister likes you, you guys like each other, yeah. it's fine. Talk and like he just other. had knew he had a sister, so he can't really yeah, be he's territorial like, right. I can't sleep with point. her. Right. So. So, right, somebody might as well. Have, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. they come over, and they they come over. Um, this man I was working for, he, they come over his house, and we're all hanging out. We're having a barbecue, 
and I'm just like killing at this like barbecue. We're all sitting in the living room. I'm like destroying. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like fly for the party. You're in your element. She's yeah. laughing her ass off. She, she doesn't even know, know what you're saying. She doesn't she know, know like I'm translating like horribly, but I'm I can't even like oh, make sweet. it up. But she's like dying. Found out that her grandmother just passed away while she was in the states, oh. and it was just like super painful for her. And that was like a beautiful moment she hadn't had in a long time. Oh. And she was like, "Who is this guy?" What and then sweet. I and then and then <laughs> and then I and then we talked on the phone for an hour. What'd you say though? You didn't know each other's. We language. didn't know. Everybody was shocked. It was like, we, "How are you guys talking?" <laughs> Yeah, how are you guys talking? So we had like vivid dreams about each other out of the gate. How did you wait? How did you talk? It's crazy. Did you speak broken Spanish? Yeah, we were like broken Spanish, some English. I had a book, like a translated book in front of me. Oh, wow. You are well educated. Yeah, damn. And then three months later, I'm like fluente. Like I'm speaking like you would not believe. Just for everyone listening. I'm sorry, what does that mean? Yeah. It was one of those things. Love will make you learn shit quick. Yeah, it was incredible. Like my brothers all thought I was full of shit because my mom was on the phone. Like I don't know how to explain this to you guys, but... He's speaking Spanish, like full-blown <laughs> Spanish in the house. Wow. And the cool thing about her is that she would talk to my mother and they would communicate too. Did your mom speak Spanish? No, she knew some Spanish. <laughs> she was really good. She, no, but she was like, she's a special person. She's a special person. Gosh. We had to break up because I didn't have citizenship and I couldn't help her out. So it was a really sad story. Oh. It's not because we didn't love each other. What a beautiful wait, story. Wait. I mean, yeah. So wait. It was a horrible ending. So who didn't have citizenship? You didn't? Who didn't? I didn't. So I had to wait 20 years to get my citizenship. Hence why you should watch my special, The, the Vagabond, on Netflix. It tells you all the information. I started, but to be honest, I was drunk. So <laughs> yeah. and I fell asleep and then I didn't start again. It was um, like four in the morning. Yeah, so, so, wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Do you talk to her? <laughs> no. Got yes. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got I, we, it, got we, it, got we've it. We've communicated. She's married, has a kid. Everything's fine. Oh, yeah. is everything fine? Yeah, everything's fine. No. Everything's <laughs> great. It's, you're like, oh, everything's fine. Thanks, I want, America. I, I want to write her a love letter. You know? I, I Wow. No, she's dope. She was dope, people. It was like that moment. It was You asked me about my first time, yeah. and that's like really what my first time. What a beautiful first time. Man, when you had sex with her, did you just explode? We were. <laughs> How we long did you last? Yeah. Two seconds? I mean, good God. I was in it to win it, for sure. <gasps> were you in it? For, like, how long did was, it until you came? I was came? I was oh well the first time yeah oh, come yeah on, it was the first time I know that's but what I'm the saying the second like, time this... was like five not even five minutes later it was ready to go wow that's pretty good no I was a champ no it was wow a champ. Nice. I was so yeah come on I was like not even, I was twenty but still like being exposed to like um, Western sexuality which is so aggressive sometimes you it's know what too I mean much. and so to I go from one extreme porn. to the other and then you meet this beautiful woman and yeah. then you're in, but you're 19 at this point so you're like a grown ass man and but yeah. then like oh my god I don't even know if I'd get the penis in it'd explode yeah it was it was, it was pretty uh, that's festive. wow yeah <laughs> <laughs> there was like fireworks going on in the background it wow. was great it was great wait for real or like yeah, in no, no, oh, okay. no I was yeah. like oh that's sweet well, well, I didn't know because you have a lot of barbecues yeah. 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 they would go hand yeah. in hand actually 4th of July yeah it was kind of it was 4th of July yeah. and how long um, you lost your virginity on 4th of July um, yeah, know? like the Ish. midnight. Yeah. And how long were you together? How long did you were you together before she had to go? We were together for three months. She had three months, <gasps> three and then she left. Months. And then we were, to, and then we, uh, we kept. kept yeah, we kept. In, no, we kept together. We started to stay together for several years after that. We we broke up, wow. and then she broke up. She's like, I can't. You know, I feel. You know, 
she it's was just hard. like how am i gonna leave brazil and this and that she yeah. broke my heart and i was like well i'm not gonna talk to you anymore because i can't do you it have to protect yourself so yeah. if you want to be with me then you're gonna have to call me because i'm not gonna touch it then a year later she was like it's the biggest mistake i ever made oh i'm madly God. in love with you oh that's my Please. dream that, that, that people always think that about me yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love she that. did she called me she called me up like i'm madly in love with you. she emailed me one day out of the blue she's like i'm madly in love with you i can't i think about you every day i can't take this we need to talk we belong together blah 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 we talked for like uh we stayed together for another like two and a half years oh wow my friend my friend dies oh gets killed and then she and his his i stay with them for like several months oh my gosh. just no, i quit everything i quit stand up i quit working when your friend passed yeah i just was with his family the yeah. whole time just helping him through every process i could and uh and they flew her up Oh, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It was wild. Yeah. They flew her up and then we spent some time together, but it was really rough. You know, it was really rough because it was just like, there's just too so much going on. Yeah. It was a lot going on. And situations it was just, and then yeah. not seeing each other for so long. Yeah. And then, you know, when it's distance, the few times I've ever done distance, that's long, that's long, long distance. But those, yeah. you count the seconds, you know? You do. And it kind of makes you. Uh, it takes you out of the moment a little bit yeah you know? it was hard i was with his uh i was uh my friend who died i was with his um fiance who just lost her fiance and yeah. i was with his sister and we all went to disneyland because that's what he loved and they was like why don't you guys all go to disneyland together it's been like three months or something yeah but everybody's dealing with their own pain so i was just yeah. like their therapist Mm. so they would be like one o'clock in the morning liz was going through something i would speak to liz and then I was something else was going on i would talk I would talk to paul wow. you know and i would have that those moments i wasn't really there for them yeah we were, yeah i was there for them and i wasn't really there for you know oh for yeah, her yeah for, for her Juliana, yeah, when she was here we were like hey we got 10 minutes fucking the bathroom you yeah, know what right, I mean? like, it's right, not really right. yeah it's yeah not really what we imagined you know wow it didn't go well so it just kind of fell apart from there yeah that makes sense wow yeah. oh it really fell apart it's like an international notebook yeah it is it really i should write this right yeah that's such should a beautiful story yeah you have yeah. a lot of characters though it seems like you have a lot more friends than me like i would have a simple screenplay <laughs> you yeah you have a lot of friends <laughs> only like five characters a lot. that's really cool but you know if you can keep track um <laughs> wow oh my god okay Can't so 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 that ends yeah that has to be so painful, but also you're dealing with the loss of your friend, which is also pain. Like, yeah. I mean, and who's helping you? You're helping them Good cope. Question. Who's yeah. helping you cope? Um, you know, I grew up with some amazing men, you know, like oh, they're, they're awesome. just like, we're all very close to this day. We grew up together. I met them when I was 11 years old. We're like the Sandlot. We're like the Sandlot from Houston. Yeah. But instead okay, of the like Sandlot, we're But they weren't men touch. when you were 11. No, no. Okay, no, good. Because yeah. no grown man wants to be your friend. Yeah, we just did a yeah, whole thing about that. None of that. that. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, we, I grew up with like guys that, that were still dear friends we we're all like misfits mm -hmm. but we would run the basketball court it was one of those things <laughs> everybody wouldn't see like this chunky kid and this ch the chunky kid and two indian guys and an italian kid like coming in and rule the basketball court we did that kind of nice. shit uh -huh. we were just like we were so tight we we're still to this day i mean my god we just celebrated my boy's 40th birthday in new orleans and everybody was there together and we're wait on are WhatsApp you 40 no, I'm not for. Oh, I was, I was like, like no. damn, he's you, three what years you, old. You drink a lot of water, <laughs> he's, but he's only Wait, three years older than you. Yeah, so you're late thirty. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, don't say late. Don't you get into late when you're thirty eight? No, you made that up to make no. yourself feel better. Yeah, sorry, Mo. Thirty six, thirty six and up, baby. Maybe, and, maybe I'll give you thirty six and up. Maybe I'll give you thirty six is mid thirty. I was gonna say maybe I'll give you thirty seven. Thirty seven and up. 
it's late 30s. Yeah. All right, fine. I mean, hey, we all get better with age. We're it's like fine. fine wines. I'm great. I am getting better with age. Good. Yeah. Honestly, I feel I love, fantastic. I love getting older. I, I like feel, it. I, I'm enjoying every minute of it. Good. I really am. And that's great to have good <laughs> friends. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter when you're a guy you're every day. You're still going to get fucked, especially because you're funny. It's like you don't even have to do anything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, keep getting have sex. Yeah. yeah, yeah People yeah, want to yeah. have sex with you. I got you. Yeah, no, I figured that. I was hoping I wouldn't get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sometimes it's good though. I just want to lean back and just get, get fucked. fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Have you write anything yeah. up your butt? It's been a long. Never. <laughs> really? Never. Why Did not? you think? I can't. Uh, no, I, I would say I can't. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, not with that attitude. No, though. I know. <laughs> I know. Look, you know, like tickle the outside, fine. But okay, if you but just you start, have if you tickle. can't <laughs> tickle, you know, whatever mama, it is, just you have a, little... a treasure trove of your butthole, and you don't this even is know. Christina's oh, like thing. Um, we, I, every live show, you th- I pick out are a, you a one straight of those couple. Guys? Are you one of those women? One of those women? One of those women that are just like, yeah, you know hey, I'm going to go down oh, and all of a sudden, No, 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 no. Am I one of those women who cares about male sexual satisfaction? Yeah. yeah. You could okay, say well, I am one nice. of those. That's you're the dope. publicist um, for like anal thing. Goddamn right. <laughs> um, your prostate, dude. Uh-huh. You, it's your G-spot. It's up in your butt. I mean, look, baby steps. You can't just put a finger in. That's good. terrible. That's rude. I'm good. Well, you say that now, Mo, but I'm just saying... Um, I'm gonna mail you let's in go and on break and let's see okay. what happens. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I, don't, okay, no, so I, re- I really, um, I tense up. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever put your penis in a butt in a woman's butt? Once. You're an anal. I hated it. Really? I felt terrible afterwards. Mm, my favorite Why? kind of man. Crying. I felt terrible afterwards. No, I just, I just, I just <laughs> like. Why? Yeah. Really? Yeah, of course. Oh, say it louder. Wait. Okay. You why? didn't like anal. <laughs> Fucking hated it. You hate Thank re- you wow. I hated it Was it like fucking a cactus or something It was just like hear There's that, something there That naturally just lubricates And is so right. wonderful and beautiful And right. gives life Thank and you And another one is a sewage system Why Well yeah You tell him no disrespect to our gay male listeners But yes No, oh, no, 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 I mean, no, that's, no disrespect no, that's something I'm different say, Well I'm men saying, yeah. have a prostate So good for you men For putting stuff up your butt If no, you I'm so say, choose Yeah exactly so I'm not dissing that right, situation Even then yeah. you would want to get an enema I hear you know, no, who's That's I, what I'm saying <laughs> well, I heard yeah, on the I street heard. That's what the word is We also like want to walk Like get me walk around with like a butt plug all day Yeah Gets like psyllium kind of oh From Whole Foods That's kind of fun though The butt plug What? The psyllium? Yeah you want to You want to drink some psyllium Husk from Whole Foods. Oh, yeah. But so it's in. It's just there in the canister, okay. like uh, like a oatmeal. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, like that's that's anal, not my, for you. Not, I'm just like um, because there's a perfectly good hole right there. I there's hear, so I much hear you. to discover in this Thank situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like oh, I'm gonna move on before yeah. I get an A double plus over here on this yeah. side. No, no, no. I need to figure this out. Yeah. Like there's two wet holes on women. In fact, that you could go to yes. before the third Wait, drier what? hole. What's the Thank one? Your you. mouth, the mouth is a hole. Oh, Thank oh, you. Oh, 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 oh. And there's saliva just very important right around. There. Unless you smoke mad weed, in which case give your girl a second. Have the hydration ready on the side next <laughs> yeah, to the exactly. table. Yeah, just have a nice rotation between the both, and then you're good to go. Yeah, I yeah, stop yeah, yeah. for a beverage sometimes. I'm an oh, adult, yeah. like yeah. mid blow job. Sorry, I'm. Oh, do yeah. you wanted me Sorry. to do a good job or a fast job? Don't yeah. apologize. Yeah. No, I've go been, hydrate. Yeah. As a important. matter of fact, I'm gonna go down on you while you hydrate. Thank you. That's so that? kind. Let's Thank switch you. that. We're up. all getting along. I can't you know? pass out due to dehydration. Exactly. Yeah, I hydrate, but then like, um. 
if you like i do this thing now where like i gag on the penis because like guys on purpose like that. Or, oh for show yeah, yeah yeah for show but i mean i really do want like i do gag sure and because that reflex man you just At go a near it points just too much isn't that what isn't that what that's do you like, guys like that yeah <laughs> okay good because yeah, yeah. but do you like when we're like almost we like actually almost puke but not puke Gag. No, you don't want to. You don't want to. Because it's puke. hard. That's oh, that's a fine line. Here's the thing, between though. gagging and you got to know uh, your own limitations. You know what I mean? Like, I, know. I don't. I don't Trial want by you error, to do it. Though. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's the I mean, problem I, with that. I think that you know, gagging adds more saliva though. At the same time, it right? does. It really so, does. So that's the yeah, that's the your, reason. Your mouth is preparing to throw up, <laughs> yes. so it's like right it starts going. It's like the end of like a, a water slide. But when yes. a lady gags <laughs> on your penis, are you like, yeah, my dick's so fucking big, or are you like, sweet, it's wetter? Like what I'm do you like about gagging? With, I'm bl- I'm happy with what I have. I'm that's not about that. It's okay. about so it's like it is something manly about that for sure. Something like feels good like yeah. You know like when something a girl's like gagging that. on your dick. Yeah, but yeah. it's not but it's not the re- it's it the reason main reason for me is just to get the saliva going and get oh, the, okay. Yeah, okay. Get the I never really going. asked a guy like why that's they like really that. That's really what it is. Sometimes yeah. I start tearing up too, so that's extra lubrication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just, I, I, you just I tru- wipe it away. Like it's okay, baby. <laughs> I truly like. I'll start cr- like Dick's I'll start so good, crying. I'll yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I think that's. It's, I mean, it's just like part of the whole sexual experience. Yeah, I and know. It's really not did a one-sided thing for me. I think it's like super important. Too many. You gag on to, her pussy. Yeah. I was like, how do I make yeah, a man gag? gag? On that shit. Yeah. You can't gag. I don't. A man can't gag on your vagina. You can suffocate. Yeah. Him. If a man you can suffocate the man shit out of him. If a man gags on my vagina, I would not feel great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, if you I suffocate him. him, then he's no good to me because just he's for gonna a little eat, period. They, they fall, to let, just for a little while. No, no, no. Just for a little bit. Let him know that you could fuck him up too. You know what I mean? Thighs are very. I mean. You just let them know, like, hey, I'm here, and I'm going to dominate <laughs> for a couple of seconds, too, and then just, like, <laughs> give you life again. You know Whoa, what I mean? Like, I can just, okay. you know, occasionally it just happens. So pussy wow. baptism. Yeah, pussy <laughs> <laughs> Be like, oh, you thought you were going to drown. Yeah, just kidding. Yeah, exactly. You're saved. Exactly. Um, wow. Wait, have you ever, like, when you're, like, when someone's going down on you, like, sometimes I'll, like, lock the head in with my legs. No, but I'm going to do that next time. Oh, okay, so watch Well, it yeah. also pushes it a little deeper. Well, I got well, used to the gagging happens. thing. Yeah, go ahead. But, like, um, if you sleep with multiple people, not at the same time, but separately, and then you're like, oh, yeah, the gagging thing, but then their their penis isn't, like, it's kind of, it's like you're mocking them a little bit. You oh, know what no. I'm saying? Wait, I'm saying at a certain point, like, I, I agree, and, like, it's rude. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Me, okay, so you I can't if, gag if, on, like, a four-incher. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, but That's when you, rude. But, but, but when one starts gagging, it's yeah. like, okay, this is this new activity that I'm engaging in that I kind of like because I think they like it. Cool, cool, cool. I'm going to start doing it now. If you have another sexual partner, you go, oh, I'm going to gag on their dick, but mm. their dick isn't, um, their dick isn't, it's, you know, yeah. it's a littler. And, um, and then you feel like an asshole. Yeah, because it's like. Did you s- gag on a little dick yeah. recently? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I was like, this I feels was, autobiographical. Yeah, I was in the gagging zone, and then I was like, oh, that's rude. Okay, right. sorry. Well, I mean, for me, like that's the this thing. Like, I get side. into choking, and then you choke someone who doesn't like it, and then all of a sudden the <laughs> cops are at your door. You know, like it's yeah. just not. It's not great. <laughs> what are you into? What am I into? Yeah, a little bit of everything. Okay, I mean, it just depends <laughs> We're on mood. Get a little more specific. Look, well, also, well, it's no, also no, about not mood a lot too. Of, not a little bit of everything. Yeah, because yeah, not a little bit. Of, yeah, no <laughs> pinky up the pi- butt, not please. Just pinky. Yeah, please, no pinky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, just the brain, no pinky. Um, <laughs> I, Good show. What am I? Yeah, phenomenal show. Miss it. Um, Me too. What am I? I mean, like, I'm just sex. Just sex, yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's just like do you having need a good time. something? Like, do you get kinky? Do you have any kinks? What's the kink? I don't understand. I don't know, I don't know what kinky is. 
Okay, like I so, do, but I don't know. Like everybody, one so person's like, kinky um, is another person's like right. Very right, progressive right. stance. Yeah. Very progressive. No, I'm being um, honest. I'm being, I'm being. I don't really well, you're know. Right, Help though, me because out. Because everybody's preferences are so in our face now. Because like everyone has a voice, and we so and with porn and stuff, it's just like yeah. all on the forefront. By the way, I haven't watched porn in over three years. Did you just have a problem stopped. or oh no I didn't even have a problem I oh. just stopped why? why I didn't I did a lot of reading on porn that's probably why I stopped I did a lot oh, of reading about the industry on, about the industry yeah, and, then, and then I stopped because I realized that I'm actually a better lover without it wow wait like, say that again <laughs> I'm a better lover without it without I wa- porn there was just like a yeah. regular scene on television and people, two people were kissing I was like oh. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking getting excited. Yeah. Oh, that's and I'm nice. Like an eighth grader all over again. Right. It's way better. It's like than, when one beer worked, you know, way not, back yeah, then. Exactly. <laughs> the good exactly. old days. Yeah. No, I just I just it's not necessary. I feel like And you're better at really, sex. I'm better at sex and I also yeah. feel like it's really important within the connection, within the sexual connection, to create your own See, I around. thought that. I thought that I would mm-hmm. I, 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 I hypothesized that that it would happen yeah. but then I so many people watch porn and so many people love porn that I like kind of like felt lame and hopped on the cool train and I was like yeah, yeah, yeah. but I really no, do think communication that communication is key yeah. like I don't really get into sex if we're not talking we're not there yeah. <clears throat> like my dick's just like fuck you this is boring this is not right yeah. this doesn't feel right I think you should just bounce out of you should just get out of this situation it's not mm. necessary it's not you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. it's just not really th- it's just not there I'm connected that way it's yeah. just the way my DNA is yeah. I can't shake that the only way I can have a good sexual experience is to have great communication and whatever so what do you that may be about? like i for mean example. like are, are we just having phone sex right now i mean like it sort of feels <laughs> well, yeah, so yeah, yeah so like what you, you want right now right no <laughs> i'm serious like it's it's very you know it's very much like i tell what i want yeah and vice okay, versa i know yeah. what she wants oh, right. and understand what she wants and yeah. i want the communication to go back and forth yeah you know that's what it is it's like you know i think that that is most of the you know sexual relationships that they're not getting something what they want mm-hmm. out of it is because they're not talking about it. You're absolutely you know, right. Guys totally are like agree. fucking being little bitches, afraid. Like, hey, is this what is this is this working for you? Should I you know is this too firm? Too sometimes like you need super firm versus super soft. Sometimes yeah. easing into it is better than going super aggressive. That's I love what's gonna direction. Get the it's great. It's like it's yeah. not the yeah, worst. It's a win-win. What's the bad? Prob- what's the problem There's, here yeah uh-huh. it's like it's, scared. i think it's so dumb to not i think i really do i think it's just like immature i should say not dumb it's immature to not be able to be like this is what i want you know in the sexual in in like in the heat of the moment yeah giving you know instructions or vice versa yeah you know, saying what you want 100 percent. it's so much hotter i feel like there's so many th- roadblocks for people one is communication one is like alcohol or drugs people mm-hmm. use that to, and but all these roadblocks lead to you having sex but you're not present no and it's like what the fuck is the point yeah no That's it's just a waste of time waste of time and it's a bad sexual experience. And it's like, what's yeah. wait, it's absolutely what's the point. And then that's where it comes down to like, I regret this. Yeah. It doesn't really like, oh, why did I do that? What's the point of it? And then you try to do it again, maybe or not. And then you just like, then you have this like thing in the atmosphere. And, you know, you get in your late 30s <laughs> and then you realize like, man, I need to, 
I need to, you know, have a balance in my life. And that's wow. And that's one of the things that I had to take away. I had to take away the porn. I had to take away those visuals. I had to take away these, like, very unrealistic things. We're very overstimulated. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. That's, so. that's a great level of self-awareness, self though. I had, is. I had an ex who stopped watching porn for a period of time because a similar thing was happening. And I was, like, very impressed at the self-awareness. Mm. And then also, like, it did get better. You know, the sex, the, our sexual chemistry. Of course. Wow. Yeah. It does. No, Shit. absolutely, it does. I think, I think, porn and overstimulation is ruining. How everything. often would you mm-hmm. watch porn? Like a lot of people watch it Pretty once a day. Every time I would, you know, yeah, jerk off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then when you stopped watching it, was it difficult, or were you like, did you care? Or were you like, no. oh, this is challenge accepted? Zero. Kind yeah, of it was. It, it didn't. I didn't miss it at all. Especially when I found out about all like how much pills the guys were taking injections they would take oh. and the women would go through and i was like most of them are not really enjoying it and it's like yeah. it was just like really fucking me up and and it was just not a realistic showing of what real life is yeah and it was just more like this fantasy world and i'm like okay well this is a fantasy world um well i would like it to be a reality and yeah and i'm gonna create this own reality within my own sexual experience wow because um, i was like i mean you do have the amateur porn but i don't like watching that i don't like watching I don't, that either i don't i I don't trust that everyone knew that there was a videotape a lot going uh, on right, there. Exactly. And that makes me worry. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, that's I true. Yeah. I don't I don't like that. But I don't know. Well, how many times cuz I watch porn I would say maybe like 2 to 3 times a month. You know, I've been watching it a lot less lately and I've been just jerking off to my imagination and yeah. it's been yeah. great. Yeah, and no, it is imagination's better. way way Beca- better. Yeah, because especially like as comedians, I'm also like I've been like I feel like I've had a creative block for the past couple of years. So I really am trying to just dig into my imagination and all these little areas of my life. One of them is not watching porn and actually just thinking thoughts instead. Right. People like slipping on banana peels. I'm falling onto dicks. Yeah. hundred percent. But yeah. And it's people. Yeah. It's, it's, it's lazy. It's lazy. I think poor. Like it I can lazy. understand how it can be stimulating, but uh, I, I realize all the arguments I've made for it over the years. It's just like, yeah, it's kind of just lazy. Like it's just sex in real life is so much better. What you exactly? What you want in that moment and really going for it, not being like timid about it. Yeah, and understanding your partner and then going for it. And also like the nature of things. I think I've talked about this once before. You know, when you're people like who are a certain level of attractiveness, attractiveness, right? Like usually five fuck fives tens fuck tens right like not not all the time sometimes there's an imbalance due to like one guy has money um but you know <laughs> right so but it's kind of fucked up i or feel a good heart uh, yeah okay mo um <laughs> it's fucked up that like a like a two could watch watch a 10 fuck and presumably only watch tens have mm. sex and then that fucks their expect with their expectation of what they should get Come or on. what sex is yeah. Yeah. yeah and like that might produce um men who get mad at women who reject them right, right. like not I'm not saying there's a that's an excuse but i get how that can happen but yeah, i mean it happens both ways yeah absolutely it happens in all kinds of, i think it's just a i don't think it's a good thing for society yeah I don't think it's a natural I try and thing find good arguments there. for it, but I, I don't it's know. It's not there. I don't agree with it. Yeah. <laughs> I personally don't agree with it. I don't think it's, it's good. It's fun every once in a while. I think it's, yeah. But I'm people not gonna have no deny, self-control. Like, you're rare. I'm not going to yeah. deny that it's not, like, sexy or hot or you can yeah. turn nobody. It's, I'm not going to deny that. But at some level, it just made me go, what am I doing? And why 
is if I was just like watching two people fuck on the street right now, <laughs> would I feel the same? Would I just start pulling my down my pants, start jerking? No, I'd be like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> fucking outside Go right home. now. I get so and annoyed wow. when people even like make out in front of me on the street. Yeah. Oh, well, no. Like, see, so I'm like, oh, they're in love. I'm like, well, just pull over to the side. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, well, if you're in the mid- in the way, like, yeah. you know, it's not that romantic. Yeah, exactly. You know. Well, I mean, see, I wow. I. You know, I think I truly still believe that there are, you know, are sex workers who enjoy, enjoy it. Yeah, but like no, I what do. I've I been doing that. it, like, you know, I've been getting into like a specific uh, sex worker whose work I consistently enjoy yeah. and who I feel like has like a good relationship with the business is doing things that she wants to do and then just like consistently support her and like purchase videos even from that person like that's what I've been doing in my right. old age that's right. nice. and that's also like an intimate like c- considering how most people consume porn that's like an intimate way to consume porn too yeah right. and she follows me on Instagram so I was <gasps> like lucky well, bitch this yeah. is great yeah have you guys interviewed any sex workers yeah 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 yeah, yeah we interviewed um, a couple uh, people in the porn industry who've had good experiences and then some who've had bad experiences experiences sure. there's an array but um yeah mm-hmm. i don't know it's it's i've always thought that's so fascinating that you it gave up porn and that it really helped and it helps make you feel closer you're married i feel better right? yes uh-huh. for 13 years you had said it's 13 years yeah. so how'd you it's mean been turbulent like the last three like yeah. i'm gonna just be real fuck yeah, it. So yeah, yeah. just yeah. like you know we everyone had, like, sugarcoats everything yeah yeah no yeah, bullshit, yeah. No, yeah. No, no, no no bullshit so we've had like a lot like just any marriage like we hit the 10 year mark and uh, filed for divorce and got back together and then we separate we just have it's been a mess like we're yeah. barely hanging on but we're just like you know it's one of those situations but uh, but I would say what was the question I just, um, I just went down like oh shit life well, well we just kind of said like you've been married for 13 yeah. years we didn't like you know because yeah, we know everything about each other like she knows and that's like is that great about, you know like, what I mean like because sometimes I mean, I'm like yeah, it's sexy so. keeping some secrets you it know is. what I'm saying but I mean it's I don't not know. like I had a choice at one point I've never point, been with somebody know? that long you know yeah. but I've been with someone for seven years I, I had very little secrets and I hated that yeah I yeah. needed to keep some things for myself so no, I don't know I feel like I lost my identity yeah it was a little tough it's a little tough I yeah. mean it's a really complex and multi-layered situation so yeah. it's, it's hard to just kind of like I'm not gonna get it it's like shit that we say for the therapist of course of and course. you know it's like stuff some shit you gotta keep right and then the other stuff is like I'm gonna bring it on stage here yeah, very soon yeah. so it's like <laughs> let's just save them jokes yeah. uh, so you go to couples therapy or specifically like, had, separate we had therapists? therapy for a long time yeah we had okay. both we had individual like I was I was the one who advocated for it completely mm. I was like oh you need to go please go and then yeah. I'll go and then we'll go and then yeah. you know just individual and, and that's what happened and together yeah and that's what did happened. it help um or it helped a lot i mean and then and then it was like <laughs> it didn't know it helped, it helped me a lot it was helped me through a particular phase that, that you know that there was a whole trigger in the situation that created me filing for divorce and uh-huh. everything else okay and and then i you know and then, like, I just I needed I needed the therapist there for me to help me through my issues of what you know my mental blocks. Yeah, yeah. And then the road, and then success came, and then it's just like it's just there's a lot of like um, things that are not directly being dealt with. You know, that, yeah. That's what therapy helped facilitate. Yeah. And get to sometimes them a lot faster. And also yeah. too, sometimes with couples, it won't work if you bring up the issue, but if a therapist brings up the 100%. issue, it will work. It's like a neutral party. Uh, yeah. 100%. And the person just can't 
hear it from you and it and i recommend it yeah and yeah. i sought out like a female therapist like i i didn't want like to have like a male therapist or just like I, I wanted to make sure that she got she was female comfortable therapist. Oh, i thought you I just wanted to shit. be around like another lady who that's wasn't what your i wife. did i was like hey, <laughs> i need to look at another one <laughs> threesome <laughs> has that ever happened i'm no. sure it has yeah, i'm yeah. sure it has i'm sure right in therapy just blast off listen that's <laughs> yeah. not what happened with me yeah but it was, Damn, it, sorry, it was just re- i know thoughts and prayers so it had it it was uh, it was it was very beneficial yes i recommend it um it it's important yeah man i wanted to go to couples therapy so bad with my ex man i was like really trying but you know i went to couples therapy once and the guy fucking didn't say anything he didn't chime in steven just (laughs) yap 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 steven was talking over me interrupted me and i looked at him like are you gonna you see no, what's happening here? You're not going to say shit. Okay, cool. I'm going to go. Um, what so. that, he didn't talk? Who didn't the talk? The therapist didn't talk. Oh, fuck that. That's like an Andy Warhol move, though. It's like kind of manipulative. Didn't help. It's um, one of those but, like, oh, I'm going to wait. Yeah, we're just like, I need everything. feedback. Yeah, come on, bitch. Talk. Uh, yeah. No, and I also, can't have that shit. So yeah. at the, even at the end of the session, he didn't say anything. He just said some generic shit. And, you know, it's but it goes to show I you, like, not every therapist is good. I got a book for you. <laughs> yeah. You, you, how about Bitch. you do the work? Um, yeah. No, some therapists suck, though. And I feel like that's yeah, something no, that's I need why. to say out loud more because people 100%. get really disheartened when they meet a therapist and it doesn't work out. But it's like not every therapist is going to be great. It's just, you know, and it's an adopter like family, like the same yeah. thing. It's like not everyone is good, but you also shouldn't have a fear because there are great ones out there who yeah. can help you. But you got to no, shop around. That exactly. Yeah. That's why I did my research. Yes. Like I, I, she had like 30 years in the game. She's been oh, married nice. for 25 years. Okay. Like she is. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's great, she great has in the Google kids. age. She yeah. Has, yeah, she has kids. She's that age. Yeah. She's like been through everything in her marriage. She's like still married. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I sought out, you know, certain characteristics. I wanted her to be white. I wanted her to be like. Why white? I don't know. I just felt like, you know, That's so neutral. Funny. I wanted her to be completely. Not the race that you. Where, yeah. What, my your wife. Spanish, Mexican, okay. you know, background. Okay. You know, generation i just wanted somebody who was just highly educated white married 25 plus years like i just wanted to go completely out of the box i I just wanted to go so out of the box and somebody with the experience number one okay and somebody who had the years in the game somebody who's married not just talking about marriage right somebody who has kids not just talking about kids we don't have any i don't have any biological children i have a stepdaughter okay it's my wife's 10 years older than me it's like crazy it gets more complicated wait what are the other complications i mean i have a 22 year old stepdaughter i mean that's oh, a that's lot. Yeah, put her in college. Whoa. I mean, that's crazy. That's Weird. like kind of not closer, but kind of. Weird. Not really. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. But kind of, but not. Wow. Yeah. But you know what I, I, I wonder? You know what I wonder, Mo? But I've noticed that she was like three. Her oh, okay. My, so you've been together Her for grandfather's like my comedy mentor. It's, it's, oh, it's, it gets complicated. I told wow. You. A lot of Somebody layers. send me to Brazil. I'm done with this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I will start a GoFundMe. I'll just pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, but I was thinking, you know, I feel like people have multiple loves of their life. Yeah, of course. Don't you think? And yeah. I also think that um, well, multiple loves. Sure. Yeah. And 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 that um, somebody said this to me the other day. And it's but such there's a one simple... fantasy love, and there's one that's real love. Totally. And I think people get but fucking people... delusional about yeah. a fantasy love, and then they forget about the motherfucker or the person that's there for them, that's helped them through every step. Oh, and they're yeah. like, oh, if I would have stayed in this love relationship, like. 
bitch, you don't know what that person did. This person flaked on you. He didn't give you all their life. So True. I think that's like there's a fine there's a fine line between like oh there's multiple love. There's like early love, and then there's like oh if I would have been with this person versus right. Well, like, always should have could have or he or she has been with you for all these years and put all this time in. Like I know, but then when the excitement fades, yeah, what do you have? Uh, uh, the the commitment and the time you spent together and 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 a how and a home you've built right a home you've built you know each other's families presumably yeah. or whatever the fuck hopefully like, not <laughs> not, if, not if you're dating Corinne I'll send yeah. an e card yeah. <laughs> some e card <laughs> yes <laughs> I'll try to stay away um, you're hilarious but you know and and but when it loses it's I feel like people feel the need to hang on to something in a relationship sure. longer than it's than 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 it should yeah because yeah. it's fear of being I, I, alone I did that and I did that for sure fear of being alone and then it's like it's just honestly it's like kind of a big pain in the ass totally to like start a and new relationship it hurts real pain in the work. ass you gotta start shaving again it's a lot <laughs> but, it's but, a lot and you gotta get a haircut it's like it's a lot but but that's what makes the world go round. New love yeah. and 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 I. But there's so much. There's so much to, so much to a love that you've built with somebody. I think that's so valuable. But right. you're always gonna want the new love. But you could color right? your hair and then pretend you're, you something changed, and then he'll want to fuck you more. Oh, okay. I read that and like I read. I like to read. <laughs> Cosmo. Men, I like to read men. Oh, change your hair. Yeah, that's interesting. well, yeah, because men, like men are very person? visual people. Yeah. So like, and wigs for me, like it's too much heat. I, I'm gonna pass out. Yeah, so I would have wigs. to actually just color my hair. Yeah. You know, but keep it. All right. Well, then maybe I'll just keep you know. it different. Well, I mean, it's like but that just, old hack saying, like people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. I mean, it's been said so many times that it's like irritating, and I've seen it on too many magnets. But also, I think it's kind of true. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and appreciate the season, you know, however long it lasts. I don't know. I just feel like people think um, that there's so much failure attached to a relationship ending, but I don't think it's actually failure. I think it's, I think it's accomplishment. I think it's you achieve something and you're going to start something. It new. depends why it ended and how it ended. I think, yeah. like if it's an if it's a failure or a success, you know, if it's because you realize you deserve deserved better and the, the partner was not growing with you, then that's a success. But like yeah. if you, you know. Just what do you think, Mo? Started shitting in the hallway. You <laughs> can't shit in the hallway. Yeah, can't shit in the it's hallway. a failure. Don't shit in the hallway. We've gotten emails. Yeah, I think there is something really beautiful to grow with somebody, to have a family with somebody, and to create longevity with someone, and to go through so much pain with someone that is essentially your soulmate on earth. Shit, that's I a think, good point. I think it's I think it's a empty life to go from one relationship to the other without having longevity and a family and to me mm-hmm. to have that and somebody who's that constant who will truly stick with you through being poor and rich or whatever financial place you're at or spiritual place you're at. And I think it is really, really important to persevere in relationships to truly find yourself. Because if it just like, oh, this is not what I like, and then you hop to the next thing, you're not really learning anything. 
and it's got to be good. That was very well said. It's got to be good. It's got you have to be in love. You have to yeah. love each other. You can't just be like, "Oh, I'm just going to persevere because right. It's, you know, this is what you I don't do." Give up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No fuck that. No, you have to like truly care for one another. And then once you go through some crazy shit and you get to the other side and be like, "Oh, I still love you a lot even more mm-hmm. than I did before." Can you talk about something crazy that you and your wife have gone through that you're like, fuck? I prefer to, if, if I may, if I may. Just, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like pass. But I'm just totally. saying like in general, it could be just something as a loss in a family, something it was just or, like. Or losing a job even and, losing, and trying to figure out how to make it. Something that's to me is small. Yeah, to me that's yeah. like easy shit to get over. But yeah. it's like real, you know, fundamental things that you've never thought a partner would do to you or vice versa. Oh, wow. Okay. And then you just like, and then you just take time to understand that individual and be like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Yeah, It's like, how do you forgive someone that you're already married to if they do something like deep, like deep, that's something that would, because I mean, for me, there are some things that someone could do that would just completely, maybe hate them, but like just make me change how I view them. Exactly. Long term. Exactly. So that's those are tough things that you have to like sit through. And I think that's where we're at right now is where we're deciding whether it's like now we're like, okay, we went through this, we've had the therapy, we've we've gone through everything, mm-hmm. we've you know we're in work. this place, it's like are we gonna continue? Yeah, or are we not gonna that continue? Dis- yeah. It's just something that life will just choose for you. It's not even like it's yeah. just like, oh, it's just going to happen. You you can easily get stuck and then like, you know, five, six years go by. You can, it, it flies, especially when you're busy. Yeah. I mean, right now I'm grateful things are going very well and, and things are just flying by. At the same time, I mean, today when I was on the moving sidewalk, I'm like, this is my fucking life right now. It's like I have from one moving sidewalk to the next. Airports are very emotional, though. Very I cry emotional. a lot in They're airports poetic. and on planes. They're poetic. They're very poetic. I can't right? stop myself. Yeah, it's yeah. just too much. Mm-hmm. Too, today I felt the weight. I was like, man, I've been at this for 22 years. Mm-hmm. Damn. I was a child doing stand up comedy and i'm blessed to make a really good living at it right now and it's just the beginning yeah and i need a break Mm -hmm. and i need to like really dig deep and get healthy and i'm not happy with my health i'm not happy mental health i'm strong as shit but it's like physically Mm -hmm. i'm just like not where i want to be and and that weighs on you like yeah literally i know i was like no it's it's fine yeah i know who i am and so i'm comfortable with who i am i'm just like it's enough and that's the thing i think about the most like man time is slipping how many hours do i have left with my mother how many days do i have with my family Mm -hmm. it's like you don't know people people are like you know you lose i've lost too many people before i was 25 yeah how do i know how much time i have so it's like it's important to make that time count and um you know stop watching porn and be in the moment when you're fucking i mean wow in the moment wow 
be in the moment. I mean, this was like a TED talk. I know. <laughs> I feel like I got the lecture of a lifetime. I'm like in so the best, emotional like a professional. Right now. You like, are. That's amazing. I might have a tampon stuck up my butt. I love you. I love it. You're in touch. You're a man yeah. who's in touch with your. You're in touch with your you're feelings. Trying. You're a human who's in touch with your feelings. Yeah. Not yeah, a lot of. We cry all the time on this podcast. Oh, I cry. Oh. I cry more on the podcast than I do in like any other part of my life. Yeah. <laughs> well, so funny. I've cried on podcasts the last few weeks more than yeah. anything else. It's yeah. a um, podcasting is weird because it is this like heightened level of conversation, but also it's just like friends hanging out on a couch. Yeah. It's Absolutely. like it also is intimate. It's an no, odd. it's very comfortable. I feel at home here. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Where, where we want more of you. Where can we find you? You have a Netflix, Netflix. special on. Where does yeah. your social media? Netflix what do you want to promote? Special, the Vagabond. Uh, very, it's like a very important body of work for me. It's like something I've been waiting for so long. Dave Chappelle introduced me for that special. I've Sick. toured the world with. Dave. I was gonna say you toured with him, yeah. Yeah, Ugh, and um, and my mind. mother was there. This was like a love. The, actually, the vagabond is like a love letter to my mother. I would say. Oh. It's just like she, she's the reason why we still made it here and and we're able to get through everything. So that was like it's my introductory piece into to the world. So just like a lot and of dick jokes. A lot of dick yeah. jokes. <laughs> a lot of immigration <laughs> refugee stuff. A lot of stories of really you know it's my favorite thing that i've ever done and um yeah i'm like oh you find me on instagram real mo ammer twitter real mo ammer m-o-a-m-e-r right yes m-o-a-m-e-r Okay. There's a lot of Muhammads out there, so uh, yeah, I yeah, had just to make, put the yeah. real out. In there in front yeah. Of yeah, you can find me there and uh, my tour dates. I'm on tour, so you can catch them all on my website, moammer.com. Awesome. That's it. Thanks so much. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having me, guys. You're a wonderful person. I know. Though. This was like the first time Love we've talked guys, more than, so. I would say, two minutes, so we went really deep for that. It's important. Yeah. Yeah. It's why well, that's why I love them. Like I'm like, oh, I just like barely people I barely know, and then I'm like, mm, now I feel like we're like lifelong best friends. I know, we're friends. I know, like, really I, close. I right really now. enjoy amazing. getting to know people through interviewing them. Guys, we're gonna so. exchange beautiful. lanyards, and then maybe we'll cut ourselves and put our fingers together. Let's oh, do it. Oh so, my yeah. god, friendship. <laughs> yes, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut shaming podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thursday.